Good morning and welcome to Saugatuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy, on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saugatuck Douglas area. Saugatuck on Sunday is being brought to you by Charming Saugatuck Rentals, The Interurban, Back to the Future, and Mill Pond Realty. And now, Gregory Muncy with Saugatuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. another cup of coffee. This is Gregory Muncy. You're listening to the Lake Shores Wake Up Call. That's Saugatuck on Sunday, every Sunday right here in beautiful downtown Saugatuck where we air live looking down Butler Street, watching the sun come over the hill. This is Gregory Muncy and we do this every Sunday on 92.7 The Van. Thank you for joining us this morning as we broadcast live. I'm waking up with you as we watch the sun come up and I'd like to thank our sponsors. First and foremost, Charming Saugatuck Rentals, the Interurban Transit Authority, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and Mill Pond Realty. Great businesses, and we suggest that you support those. I'd also like to thank our producer, Dan Evans, a.k.a. Dan the Man on the Van, and let you know that our podcasts are now available online at 927thevan.com, so you can listen anytime. You can also visit our Facebook page at Saugatuck on Sunday. It's just after 7 a.m., and the Lake Shore is waking up, and we're waking up with all of our friends all the way down as south as even further south as Dave's Landing down in South Haven. We had them on the show a couple weeks ago. And as far north as Holland, throughout Holland, and we, we reach out throughout the Lake Shore. It's just after 7 a.m., and it's a cool 65 degrees. Expect today's high to reach around 70 to get today. And uh, fall weather is definitely here. And uh, rain, rain, rain. It's a, it's a rainy day out there. This morning we have a lot to talk about. We've got a great show lined up for you, and I'm glad you've tuned in. Our first guest will be Erin Wilkinson. She's going to talk about the Douglas Halloween Parade, that great parade led by the Pumpkin King. We're going to talk about details of that. We'll also talk to Chris Peterson. She's the city of Saugatuck councilwoman. She's also been a previous mayor, and uh, she'll be stepping down. She's served for quite a few years uh, on the uh, board there. And we're going to talk about her time spent and uh, and what she what's what's Chris up to? What's she going to do now? Then we'll also talk to Daniel DeFranco. He's from the Tri Community Recycle Initiative, and uh, we'll talk about their programming as well. But first. First and foremost, before we start anything, I've got to introduce one of my favorite co-hosts. Good morning. Dancing the floor. Work it, Julie. I got Work some it. new moves. You, I got them. You do. I've been practicing. Wow, she's sharp this morning. Watch out. It's Julie Zeman <laughs> from the Star of Saugatuck. Welcome back, Jules. Good morning. You're one of my favorite co-hosts. I think you're, you've become quite a regular around I, here. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's so I know. fun. I know. Well, Oh, what what is this? You brought me something. I did. This I is... brought you a bottle of the Gemma de Luna Moscato in a 
Tiffany-inspired pumpkin bottle. It looks like your pu- your Tiffany pumpkins. Oh, yeah. So I had to get you that bottle. Uh, well, well, this is wonderful. Yes. Well, you know, um, actually, uh, uh, I can't really partake right now. Um, I'll tell you why. Why? CJ has started. CJ, my sound yes. guy, as most of our listeners yes. know. Has has encouraged a uh, uh, something for us to do. It's called Drytober. Nice. Drytober. So we have refrained from our favorite libations, which we get together at least once a week or so, and have our libations. Uh, usually, hang out at his house on the back porch there, or or we'll go to Phil's, as as we're very well known. Yes. <laughs> and uh, but no, we uh, refrained from drinking um, on the first, and we decided. You know, a lot of people do it in January, or they pick a month. Uh, you know. To just relax, get your body back to normal. <laughs> right, exactly. And, Save your liver. Yeah, exactly. And so um, we uh, are doing dry tober. So we won't nice, be doing. Good. We won't be. You know, I kind of w- wanted to open this up and have a little cocktail with you, and yeah. I'm, I'm really tempted. We'll we'll wait until November. <laughs> There you go. There we go. Well, cheers to November. Well, I'm going to save that. I'll put that in my bar, and uh, and when I open it, I'll invite you over. Sounds good. Yeah, we can we can sit up here. We have mimosas on the radio. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, great idea. Maybe that's what I'll save that for November. We'll do November mimosas. Yes. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, Yeah, uh, Tiffany Blue. uh, We uh, actually uh, spent uh, this week decorating the town. It's uh, looks beautiful. It's uh, time for fall, and for many many years, um, uh, at least ten. Or more, um, uh, we've been decorating the downtown area for fall with corn stalks, uh, straw bales, and pumpkins, and uh, have uh, many and years glitter. Pumpkin glitter, gotta yes, have the glitter. It, looks, it does. It actually looks beautiful. Thank it you. It does look very nice. It's 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 nice to hear all the people compliment it when you know I, I'll sit out front and just listen to folks. Say, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, it just gives it a little bit of different splash of color this yeah. year. We have a little pop of Tiffany blue. We sprayed some of our pumpkins. Yeah. Um, our hay, uh, or actually straw bales, because you can't, really can't use hay. It's it's straw. Hay is for the food. Horses. Horses. Okay. Yeah, correct. Hay is for horses. <laughs> Um, straw is for decorating. All right. Uh, but uh, in the corn stalks, we did 30 corners and uh, and uh, the signs uh, at uh, Saugatuck, the entrance signs as well. And uh, and uh, and uh, we got the hay or the straw bales. I'm going to keep saying hay now. Sure. Uh, straw bales and corn stalks from uh, Farmer Elmer Headley down there at Headley Farms in Zealand. Nice. And, and he drives them up here to the DPW and the DPW, Scott and the crew, uh, distribute them at spots. And then uh, my wonderful volunteers uh, this year were CJ and Kim Badrek and uh, helped me decorate the corners. Kim helped me with the front entrance. And, uh, you know, over the years, I do different things. Uh, I remember the first year I introduced glitter, and that was about six or seven years ago. And uh, which uh, which actually uh, uh, caused the Great Glitter War uh, uh, in Douglas, <laughs> because there were some people that didn't like the glitter. So uh, now I do help. I do help to procure their uh, their straw uh, bales and corn stalks, and I'll grab their pumpkins for them. That's and very then, generous of you. And then the city of Douglas, well, they pay for them, but oh, yeah, but we so, get them and yeah. we haul them over for them. And uh, the um, uh, city of Douglas, they prefer decorating. So we have two different styles. So they do a style, and then and then Sagatuck does a style. So that's, that's surprising. That's kind of cool. They have two different styles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but uh, uh, I remember one year, a few years ago, I did a touch of purple. 
And I do remember that. Do you? I love purple. And it was fun. And, um, and it's funny, um, uh, you know, that, that different opinions folks can have. Because, um, uh, you know, I, I got... That they're happy to share. I got harped on on Facebook by the mayor's wife, Ooh. by Patty Beckin. She, yeah, she came after me. She said, don't put glitter on the pumpkins because I want to feed them to my deer. Oh. When you're done, because she likes to go around and collect the pumpkins, and she has she feeds the deer up there uh, where they live. Okay. And so, um, so, I, so we went back and forth on Facebook. We were fighting on Facebook. It was drama. It was the glitter feud. Oh, it was drama. And I and I said, well, I'm not decorating for the deer. Right. You know, this isn't for the deer. Yeah. It doesn't mean I hate deer. Right. No, it's just I love animals. Yes. But I, I, we're not doing this for the deer. So I did. I actually did. I reached out to Patty because I had to calm the waters. Yes. You know, Patty and I are good friends. I don't want this tearing us apart. Right. And so, so I saw her in at at the grocery store the other day. I said, Patty, I just want to let you know that we did not glitter about at least half of the pumpkins. So I made a compromise. There you go. And uh, but the uh, front entrance has that little touch of Tiffany blue this year. It does. It looks great. We have a little bit of silver, a little bit of gold, and uh, silver and gold, silver and gold. Oh gosh, Christmas is just I around the corner. It. Less than three months. I I have to say, coming down the street today, Butler Street, with the rain, the streets, you know, the lights <laughs> look gorgeous. They really like, do. Reflecting the street, it's like magical. I was telling CJ, it's like it was the most beautiful drive in today. They really do. Yeah. Now the 200 block here um, on the uh, west side, uh, the 200 block was out for a couple days, oh. and there was a missing connection somewhere. And so John Sangali and I was sitting out in front. You know, um, it was a beautiful evening yesterday and uh, i was sitting out front and john sangali and i were talking about you know that 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 block was out mm-hmm. john sangali owns the pandora store and the oh, christmas yeah. shop yep. over here okay. and uh and he says well i'm gonna fix that because he's he's really handy guy and so he gets his big ladder out he has huge he's got huge collection of ladders because he's got that big building they're always right, doing right. stuff too and he brought his ladder out, and he got the connection together, and oh, wow. and so he lit back half that block. So well, thank you. The lights are back on. It thank you, John Singali. Um, it really does. I, while I was decorating, because you know a lot of people think well, they're, they're actually holiday lights. So we'll talk about that with sure. Chris Peterson when she's on, because okay. they've decided to turn them on earlier. Um, but I, I know there were a few, not a lot, but there were a few people that were like. Uh, it's too early for the Christmas lights. Well, you know, it's it's actually uh, more of a holiday thing, and it's kind of cool, I think, to have them on early. Um, uh, but it, I, I do see where they're coming from. It does seem a little early for Christmas. Um, so while I was decorating, I was singing to myself, it's beginning to look a lot like Falmus. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, but it really does look nice in town, doesn't it? It does. It's beautiful. And uh, lots of compliments from people walking around town. I heard yesterday evening while I was sitting out front, people saying, you know, how much they really like the lights and and the decorations. So well, I don't think they're just for Christmas anymore. No, I mean, you know, people put lights on their patios, and I mean, there's lights everywhere now. So I just think it looks great. Correct. I know yeah. uh, Laura Durham. She has a, a, a her house down. In Florida, where she has the uh, palm trees that are all oh, lit up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, that's uh, fun. On her porch. They're yeah. really pretty. Yeah. yeah. And uh, those are all year long as well. So, um, so yeah. Well, uh, the fall decorations are out and about. You know, come on down and, and take a little photo op in front of them. I saw people over at Coughlin Park at our display there uh, taking pictures all weekend long. 
and uh, so it's been it's been pretty fun. And you know, there's lots of things coming up. It is fall. It is the season that uh, a lot of us look forward to. I know I do. It's time for pumpkin lattes and yes. and uh, starting to get the oven going and apple this and apple that. Um, uh, but uh, uh, but uh, you know, as well as that, we've got the gallery stroll is next week. Okay. You know, yeah. so now that has been going on for 44 years now, and and uh, it started by a collaborative of galleries in the Saugatuck Douglas area that that started doing this event, and now it's kind of like become a mind of its own where all of the galleries, you know, focus on that weekend to offer demonstrations. Um, they have open houses um, because of COVID. I think you know they're not doing a lot of like food things, but but uh, but all of the galleries are still open. And they're still doing lots of stuff. You go to Center Street there in Douglas, mm-hmm. and they've got lots of galleries there, and uh, enjoy some you know refreshments from their local restaurants. The new Bistro Forty Four is down there, as well as uh, Wild Dog is still open. Oh, I saw yeah. that, oh, good. Um, and good. you know I don't think they were open this late last year. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, so they're well, good open for them. Yeah, so Wild Dog is open, and um, and so you can stroll the galleries, and it's generally twelve to five on that Friday and Saturday, but they kind of like make it a all weekend thing. So um, so that's coming up. Um, a little announcement: want to let folks know. I know that we had Cowhill Yacht Club on here when we were talking about Venetian. Venetian. Yes. Venetian. Yep. I Venetian. think I was on here that one. Yep, you were here. And uh, had Sherry Tadaldi on and Lance Winchester, mm-hmm. and, and they talked about the Venetian Light, which was a great success. Yes. Um, and then, of course, the Cowhill Yacht Club also produces every year the chili cook-off. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, which is a great tradition. Um, it's a very heavy local favorite. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, uh, unfortunately, I, I got a call from the vice president a week and a half ago and uh, had to uh, cancel really? the chili cook-off. Yeah. Um, well, and it wasn't because COVID had nothing to do with it. Okay. Um, it really had a lot to do with um, getting volunteers and organizing in such a short notice. And, and I, I just think that, you know, they didn't really have the time and the manpower to get it to get it together. Sure. Um, so, um so no chili cook-off this year. That's usually on Sundays, uh, the Sunday of uh, Columbus Day. But, you know, being Columbus Day weekend, it's still going to be a busy weekend. Oh, in yes. Town. Yes, and, it will. You know, I know that for Mill Pond Realty, our, all of our houses are being booked right now. Yeah, that's Friday, great. we had 30 check-ins, 30 wow. houses. It's busy. Um, and, of course, I'll be at the office today helping out the girls. A um, little shout-out to Desiree and Amy. Amy's healing up from her foot surgery. Uh-oh. And so she's one of our inspectors. So I've been kind of doing double duty, and all of us have at the office. But uh, she is back in the office, and she's back at it, and she'll be back on her feet shortly. So, so a little shout-out to Amy. I know she listens. So, um, in, you know, uh, wanted to also give a little shout-out to the uh, Christian Neighbors. It's their 40th anniversary. I saw that. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. I hope people love our singing. I think they I do. Think, I, I think, think we're really good singers. I think maybe we should, you know, cut a demo or something. I, I think so. I think. Uh, Forty years ago, God called the local churches of Saugatuck and Douglas to raise the to raise to the needs rise to the needs of their community. And since then, Christian neighbors have been here, help offering uh, food pantry, a thrift store. 
featuring clothing and household necessities, and a staff of volunteers able to talk to clients about financial, physical, and emotional needs. They work with all of our churches. Um, they're a great organization. Uh, for four decades, Christian neighbors have pushed back at poverty, hunger, and isolation in our area. Today and every day, Christian Neighbors is committed to bringing our community together in a loving service. Um, you know, Sarah Turlow from the uh, First Congregational Church, yes. of, uh, she, she, she put out this post and uh, let us know that, um, that we're invited for a time of celebration as we honor where Christian Neighbors has been and look ahead uh, uh, to the many years of services to come. October 16th, and okay. that's coming up, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Community Church of Douglas. They're at 6874 Wiley Road, Douglas, Michigan. Uh, they'll have a short recommissioning service featuring a presentation from Joan DeJong and will begin, Joanne DeJong, and will begin at 11 a.m. And uh, we want to, you know, give you cheers for 40 years yes. of wonderful service. That is, that's great. Good thing to have in the community. They used to work out of the Catholic Church, um, uh, and uh, they just got new facilities, beautiful new facilities that nice. um, I've seen. Uh, I toured when they first uh, when they first opened over there at the Douglas Community Church. So um, it's a, a great place. And you know, for information, of course, you can you can go to uh, Christian Neighbors, and they're on Facebook, and uh, you can find out how you can donate to them as well. Coming up uh, for this Friday, October 8th, is the uh, walk, Rock Rock the Walk Walkathon, and uh, they're still seeking, always seeking for sponsorships. I know they've they've uh, they've raised uh, quite a bit of money already, and so there's always room to donate more. And um, of course, you can go to uh, their Facebook page as well. What is that one for? That it, Rock the Walk. Um, it, it listen to all this that this that this money goes to. Okay. Um, uh, field trips for all grades, swimming lessons for second and third graders at Holland Aquatic Center, open door classrooms in partnership with the Outdoor Discover Center, uh, student snack program, teacher supplies, supplemental student supplies, screen free. Screen-free week programs, community winterfest, books for the classrooms, library and students, recess equipment. I mean, <laughs> so this is a Sagatuck Public School thing. <laughs> what are the taxes paying for? Right, I don't <laughs> four square balls. <laughs> no, um, but it helps to enrich uh, 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 their programming, and uh, it really is a great cause. Um, you know, uh, Bertie through Sagatuck Schools. Is it that's Yeah, yeah, yeah and, oh, okay. and, and you can reach out All to right. Bertie Holly, and yeah. uh, she's got I lots know of Bertie. Country. Of course, you know Bertie, and you can just give her a call um, and uh, and uh, reach out to her as well. Um, we got a phone call from the guys at the Dunes Resort. Ooh. Um, and uh, that's a, they're always a fun party there. You yeah. know, Halloween coming up, they always have the big Halloween party after the um, uh, parade that Erin Wilkinson, she'll be on. She'll be on here shortly, yeah. actually. She's our first guest. Uh, so we'll talk about that. But uh, they've got their uh, Make-A-Wish benefit is back. It was canceled last year. Okay. And I've helped those guys for quite a few years with their fundraiser, benefit show, and silent auction. We'll be out there collecting um, uh, donations from our local businesses, um, artwork, and uh, donations for a silent auction. Uh, it'll be October 23rd at 9.30 p.m. It's a great cause. Okay. Uh, everybody is familiar with Make a Wish. Yeah. Uh, uh, Make a Wish uh, has been a uh, program. It's uh, wish.org/slash Michigan, 
and you can find out, you know, all, all the great things they do. They make a wish for a special child, and they usually pick they usually pick one of the kids uh, from our area, and uh, in somebody with a terminal disease. Yeah, and we've who, actually donated some boat rides. To yes, the kids yes, that yes, was you their wish. Yeah, and so I'll be knocking awesome. on your door here yes. within the next week. All right. Uh, to get some donations. Yeah, great. Um, and all all of the proceeds support to make a wish foundation of Michigan. Even the tips that the uh, performers uh, make yes. and the bartenders make. Yeah, awesome. Um, they donate everything to the Make a Wish. It's a great, great evening of fun. October twenty third. Do you have to buy tickets make a date, for that? Saturday nine thirty. No, nope. up? you can just show up. Tickets are available at the door. Um, they're ten dollars. Oh, okay. And uh, and then uh, of I might course, I have to uh, fit that into my schedule. Yeah, and make sure you tip heavy because yes. those tips are going to help make yes. a dream come true well, for all the kids. Well, it's just fun to tip those gentlemen with, you know. <laughs> it's a family show, I know, but yeah, you know. I know, right? It is fun. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, but uh, did you see? Did you get a Tootsie Roll this weekend? I did not. <clears throat> the Tootsies were out. It was the 2021 Tootsie Roll Drive. The Knights of Columbus does it every year. I know. Years ago, when I lived on the east side of the state, old friend of mine, Tony Ferlini, um, uh, uh, a couple times uh, he was uh, he was with the Knights of Columbus over there. And I would help him with the Tootsie Roll Drive there. We would stand in the middle of the road on a 16-mile, their uh, Metro Parkway. Yeah. And busy road. And just want to hand out Tootsie Rolls? And dance around and take really? donations for Tootsie Rolls. Did yeah. you play the song? If, huh? I, if I was a really good singer, I could sing, you know, yeah. a hip-hop Tootsie Roll song, but uh, not that good, people. Not yeah, yet. Yeah, sorry. Not yet. No mimosas in me. <laughs> Maybe after a couple right. of months. Well, yeah, yeah, then we'll break out. Right. Um, but uh, the 2021 Tootsie Roll Drive from the Knights of Columbus was uh, this weekend, and uh, all donations go directly to local charities that support the mentally handicapped. And their target charities were the Camp Sunshine. Oh, that's a great camp. Yeah, uh-huh. it provides retreats, uh, combining respite, recreation, and support. Um, uh, to handicapped, and then the Ark of Allegan County. It's advocated for the rights of all individuals with intellectual development disabilities, and of course the Special Olympics. So that that happened on October first and second. So why am I talking about it now? Because today's the third. Because you can still donate. You, um, you know, um, they're still uh, a good cause. Nice of Columbus is uh, Council eight six eight seven, and they're St. Peter's Douglas, and also St. Philip. St. Felipe. Easy for you to say. Uh, and Fenville. So they're both churches combined um, and uh, and to create that council. Um, and so they were at the grocery store, Super Value. I, I, I bought three Tootsie Rolls. Nice. Because I, I was in there. You know, I like to get my lunch there. And yeah. Th- that's where I, I go to get most of my uh, groceries. groceries. Nice. Good. Um, mail donations to, you could also, you know, you, they're still always looking for donations all year yes. round. You can mail them to KFC. K uh, not KFC. Not, not KFC. We're not talking chicken. Okay. K of C. Knights of Columbus, one hundred Saint Peter's, Douglas, Michigan, four nine four zero six. You can also look for their GoFundMe page. They've got a GoFundMe page. So if you go to GoFundMe, search Knights of Columbus Council eight six eight seven, and uh, of course your donations are tax deductible, and uh, and you can. Uh, help support a great thing a yeah, really great good. thing awesome lots of things to talk about i'm trying to get uh, as much as i can about what's new here in the Saugatuck douglas area before we get into erin wilkinson who should be on her way yeah and uh, we've got uh, did you see the new there's a new council 
council member that's uh, taking position for Chris Peterson, and uh, and uh, his name's uh, he's he's been on he's uh, he's been on uh, city council before I believe, um, and uh, and uh, so uh, he he's coming on uh, Russ Gardner. Oh. I want to have him on the show here, but uh, he'll be stepping up to be a city council member um, in place, and he's voted on by the council. And uh, he'll be he'll be stopping in place of Chris Peterson. He'll be stepping down. Okay. Um, but uh, what I want to talk about is what they've done to the radar station. Have you seen? Yes, any of the they posts? just repainted it. Yes, and, and actually, I can see it from the Star of Sagatuck, and it does look great. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it looks yeah. very clean and nice. They really Good cleaned job. it up. Um, they uh, they shared that uh, that that the, they cleaned out all the trees. There were trees going growing through the roof. Um, the, the exhaust hood hole covered, and uh, they put new flash, new flashing put on the eaves. Um, uh, uh, that ro- roof work done uh, was thanks to Art Talsma and the T N T Roofing. Yeah, uh, T N T Roofing Crew. Yes, they're that's a great company. Yeah, and uh, so they helped out. Um, they put new 100 watt LED bulbs were installed. Uh, inside the uh, gap filler annex generator room, uh, replacing the original 60-watt incandescent bulbs so uh, uh, so they can see what they're doing in there now. And, um, and uh, uh, they also painted the outside, got rid of all the graffiti. It looks absolutely it look, beautiful. It does look beautiful. One of special thanks and a shout-out to everybody. Now, what's the radar station, people are wondering? It's that big ball up on the top of the hill. And uh, it used to be a radar uh, uh, for uh, during uh, World War II, uh, or during the Cold War, I should say, to um, spot any incoming uh, uh, enemies, and uh, and was used by the uh, was used by the Air Force. Nice, so. yeah. And it's that big there. ball, and and that people walk up to the steps. You know, yes. there's 302 steps. Yes. To the top of Mount Baldy. How many were there before they rebuilt the steps? 289. Oh, you're close. Was it 83? 83. 83. Yeah. Yep. You're right. You're right. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're good. You're good. Erin just walked in. She's given us all the all the details there. Um, she might know a little bit about this town. I don't know. A little bit. And she might from know what I heard. Something. Um, <laughs> she'll be on at the 730 hour. Grab a cup of coffee there, Erin, and help yourself to some fresh windmill cookies. I just... Just I just popped them out, them out of the oven, didn't just, you? <laughs> uh, I didn't bake today. I, I do. I do like to bake a lot. I know. But, last couple times, I yeah. made cheesecake and yeah, uh, bread. No, no, been busy, boy. Uh, so really, really didn't have time for that. Um, let's talk about the Star of Sagatuck. Let's do that because I, that's why I wanted to have you on because there's lots going on. I know I helped share uh, one of the e blasts that, yes. that you asked me to send for yes. uh, painting with, with painting Cindy. with Cindy. Cindy's a local artist. Yes. On um, the 23rd, 23rd, which is a Saturday at 11 o'clock, we're doing uh-huh. a painting with Cindy. So you can do, you can come on a cruise. It'll be an hour and a half cruise. Painting supplies will be provided. You can take home your own masterpiece. We'll be painting the fall colors on the river. So yeah, hour and a half cruise. It's fifty dollars a person. Yeah, include supplies, a snack. We'll have some drink specials. Uh-huh. It's never too early to start. Right. So, yeah. Right. Now, now yeah. it's fifty dollars per person. Does that include the ride as well? Yes. Wow. It's the ride. It's the supplies. It's a snack. What? Wow, that's a great thing. It is a great yeah. thing. So yeah. So you know, sign up for that. Please and we can give do. you a call at two six nine eight five seven four two six one. Yes. You call can also number. call that number. So this Wednesday, um, we're so, also having the sixth. 
If you are a local business owner or manager, we have invited you. We sent out an email through the Sadaba. Yeah. Um, just a end of the season mixer. Just kind uh -huh. of everybody coming together. It's a complimentary ride. We leave at 5 o'clock. It's an hour and a half. Cash bar, please come kind of socially mix with the other local yokels. That oh, would that be great. That sounds like fun. Um, on Tuesdays. And, no, that's on, yeah. that's on, no, that's on Wednesday. That's on so Wednesday. So that's on Wednesday. Do call an RSVP. Those spots are limited, but I still do have spaces. And we would love to have you on. And what time is that? Wednesday at 5 o'clock to 6.30. 5 so, o'clock. we got to get there, yes. CJ. What are you doing Wednesday? 5 o'clock? You're going on Tuesday. Tuesday is local day, so Tuesdays at 1 o'clock and 3 o'clock. Loco, locals, you mean we go crazy? Loco, yes. We're crazy for our locals. Um, it's $15 a person only to ride the Star of Saugatuck. Oh. If, you, if you're ID, if you live in Saugatuck, Fenville, or Douglas. Oh, that's a good So, deal. yes, please, through October, come and join us for that. We'd love to have the locals on the boat, give you a little price break. Um, on October 9th and the 23rd, we'll have our last two wine on the waters. Those have been a huge success. Those are at 3 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Each of those are $50 as well. That does include wine tasting. We have five different wines brought in. Um, lots of fun. That one always sells out. So, yes, please call, um, uh, please call us and give me your name if you're interested in that. On October 16th at 1 and 3, we're celebrating Oktoberfest on the boat. So we'll have drink specials. We'll have fresh grilled brats out front. Just doing a little bit of fun there. And wow. then again on the 23rd with the painting. And then we're going to have our annual booze cruise, our adult um, Halloween party on the 30th. And that's in the evening. $50 a person. Costume contest, prizes. Just a, It's a lot of fun. So call for that as well. And oh, then the 31st is our last day. And that'll just be a fun trick-or-treating day for kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll so pass out candy and, yeah come for a ride well you guys really got it going on i know them. it so don't they say do. there's nothing to they're, do in sagatuck because i nothing. mean just at the star of sagatuck there's so much to do yeah and you want to sign up for any of these things or you want yes. to rsvp Please. you hear that locals 15 dollars yes. on tuesdays so just show your id from sagatuck douglas or fenville and they'll let you on for 15 and uh and of course make an rsvp by calling 269-857-4261 they're at the Star of Saugatuck, yeah. and uh, sign up for all these. You also follow your Facebook page, Star yep. of Saugatuck, yes. and, of course, your uh, your website, which is Star of Saugatuck. Yes, yep, and we also have Instagram, hashtag Paddled and Soggy. Aaron, I'm working on getting you a T-shirt. Last time you said you'd wear one if I made you one, so... Uh -oh. That'll be coming. Uh -oh. oh, Aaron's getting a T-shirt. Yep. All right. Well, very good. It's 7.30 already. Uh, I can't believe it. So we're going to have to break for station right. identification. want to give a little shout-out to our charming Saugatuck Rentals. You know, those are the ones that donated all the pumpkins. Oh. They, they, put, a, they put the money out for all that the pumpkins nice. this year. Wonderful nice donation. Yes. We want to thank you for that. Also, the Interurban Transit Authority, for 40 years, they've been your go-to to get to where you want to go to. For only a dollar, their phone number, 269-857-1418. Also, back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, the most beautiful floral creations in Saugatuck. I'll be there Monday making those beautiful creations. Give us a call over there as well uh, to, to brighten someone's day. Yeah. Also, Mill Pond Realty for over 30 years. They've been your real estate the, the real estate kings of the area, I've, I've got to say it, uh, uh, they really, those girls really work hard. And with over uh, 70 rental units here in the Saugatuck-Douglas area, 
from vacation homes to uh, beach houses to condos. Uh, they've got a great variety of stays. So you can go to millpondrealty.com and book your fall stay today. We're going to break right now. You're listening to Saga Talk on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll be back with Aaron Wilkinson. We're going to talk about Halloween. Stay tuned. Grab another cup of coffee. Saga Talk on Sunday. I'll be right back. Wakey, wakey! Grab another cup of coffee. I've been up since 4.30 this morning, like I usually am. You know, I no longer have uh, 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 Saturday nights anymore. I, I'm in bed by 8 or 9. Uh, yeah, usually uh, with my iPad, you know, l- listening to all the stories from town or getting caught up on Facebook or, li- or reading the commercial record, I get it, you know, the E the e version. Um, and I, I always like to point out the typos when I, when I find them. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever see Scott, Scott, yeah, I want to remind you. Everybody loves a reader like you. That, in, <laughs> that event's not in August. It's actually this month. Um, uh, but <laughs> but uh, uh, those guys, uh, Scott does a wonderful job there. Great photographer. Um, and uh, and we had him on the show yes. a couple weeks ago. And um, uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, we're back. This is you're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday. We do this live. Every Sunday morning here, 7 to 9 a.m., and uh, I've got my favorite co-host here with me. It's Sunday Fun Day what? with Gregory and Jules, I hope. another episode. <laughs> I hope Kim's not listening, because I, I just called you my favorite. She's going to get mad at me now. We love Kim. She, well, of course I love we Kim. Do. She, never replace Kim. She's my favorite ever. when she's here. Um, <laughs> um, it's time. You know you it's time, well, you, you know, I I feel like you don't need it because you know you really bring in your own presence. But we're bringing down that disco ball, and you're gonna work the runway. She is. I, I don't know how to explain this. I don't she, know how she does it. She, she is. She's like woodwork. Yes. This this woman and her family. Uh, Sagatuck would not be Sagatuck without them. And a big round of applause to Erin Wilkinson. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I really Thank you put, for having me. Really put you on a pedestal, didn't I? I guess so. My goodness. <laughs> well, it's my true. Goodness. It's true. Um, your mother was the one that um, uh, inspired all these wonderful parades that we have in this town, from the Aaron Gobart Parade to the uh, Halloween Parade and many parades in between. Um, uh, your whole life and your family, their their house is basically parade central. I mean, oh, yes. I've, I've been to their house before, and they just, you know, it's like all of their equipment for everything that they do. Um, and uh, and just amazing. Welcome to the show, Erin. Thank you. I, you. I do have an entire section of my basement dedicated to storing Halloween and glow-in-the-park stuff. Of course you do. And it gets bigger and bigger every year. Of course you do. <laughs> I was at the uh, city council meeting um, uh, last Monday, and I presented the city council with a check from Sadaba to help pay for the lights downtown. Uh, we offered a $3,000 check to help light up the town. Um, they increased their budget. And we wanted to help. 
And so um, uh, we presented the check, and I also gave them a timeline of what Sadaba does and what we do. We'll be mailing that out this week to all of our members and Good. upcoming new members, as well as e-blasting the timeline and everything that Sadaba does. A lot of people don't know what Sadaba does, but we started off the year with a $9,000 grant from Consumers Energy nice. with a match-for-match match program with Sadaba Bucks. And we sold over 20, throughout the whole process, throughout the last year, we've sold over $20,000 oh, worth wow. of Sadaba Bucks. And those are bucks that you can use directly in Saugatuck Douglas area businesses. Yes. You don't have to be a Sadaba member to accept them because you can redeem them even if you're not a Sadaba member. Member. Though most businesses are Sadaba members, not everyone is. It's a voluntary volun- volunteer organization. Some of them just don't know any better. Well, it's you know. Well, I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> there is that. Um, uh, I didn't say that. You well, didn't say it's that. It's true, and it. that's why we like to educate <laughs> and, and let people know exactly how we're bringing business to business. We facilitate most of the events in town when you count all of our music in the park uh, concerts, as well as parades uh, that uh, some people don't want to do and hand them off to us. You do a fabulous. <laughs> job a little round, golf clap. right right <laughs> it's fantastic um and uh, it, it's a pleasure i love having fun and i love to see people having fun so um i really really enjoy that um uh but uh but uh, uh but uh, we presented with the uh, the check for that as well um so while i was there at the city meeting they asked me gregory are we doing glow in the park no. no. So I just want to let folks know real quick before we get into other things yeah. that Glow in the Park has been put on the back burner. Till next year. So just look for t- till next year. Um, uh, but uh, but we will be back next year with Glow in the Park there. And, um, and it's a great event. Um, it has been a great event. And it's the night before. All of the Halloween activities. Although I got news for you. Uh-oh. Next year it's not going to be. It's not going to be what? Dun, dun, dun. It's not going to be the Friday before the parade. Oh! I am thinking of putting it at the beginning of October because my thinking is there's plenty of stuff going on for Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. We don't really need a Friday night event. Right. But if we put it at the beginning of the month, we give people a whole other reason to come to town. It's like an October kickoff. Yeah. Let's, let's just make the entire... just. Really what it comes down to is I just want to own the entire month of October with yeah. events, pretty yeah. much. So start I think that's to finish, great. like, bookends. You know, there you go. In the park. And if we do it on a Saturday, yeah. we can bring a lot more people in. Sure. And if we can get a lot more people to come, we can keep our price really nice and low to get people in, and the party will pay for itself. You know, the first Saturday of October would be ideal for that because right. that's usually Columbus Day weekend. Oh, and yeah. it's usually lovely weather. Yep. Uh-huh. You might not even people need in town. a coat or a rain, a rain gear. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah but you've idea. got the tents and all that mm-hmm. yeah, as well. That's yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, we'll see too. And also, I feel like um, it'll keep me from having a complete and total nervous breakdown on Sunday. I know. Because what I've learned is that throwing glow in the park is much like, it's like having a wedding, basically. Right. I mean, you've got a DJ, you've got lighting, you've got tents, you've got I mean, just, you know, sure. games and crafts and face painters and food and bar. A wedding with thousands of people that come. Yeah, that's right. kind of. Um, <laughs> All your then, closest friends. You know, but then you turn yeah. on a dime and Saturday is parade day. So Saturday, mm-hmm. you you know. Oh, I've Because you do the run, there. I've seen you. You run around like a chicken with your head cut off yeah. for, the, for the kids parade. Thank you. So I don't have to do that. I run around like a chicken with my head cut off for the night parade. Mm-hmm. Well, then come Sunday, usually Jane Verplank shows up at my house with a spatula and scrapes me off the the floor. (laughs) And she sort of drags me by my shirt down to the Southerner. Uh And Katie kind of does a wink and a nod and a nudge and and boots somebody from the top of the list and lets us sit right down. Mm -hmm. And then they feed me. And it's kind of like a spoon feeding an infant, kind of like (laughs) holding my head up so I don't fall in my oatmeal (laughs) kind of scenario. (laughs) And then we go to the park to clean up after glow in the park. And I'm Uh walking around like... 
oh, do we really have to pick up those 850-pound City of Sagatuck picnic tables? Have you ever picked <laughs> yeah. one of those things up? Oh, yeah. Have you ever had to move all of them from Mount Baldhead Park to No, I've never Hoffman? had to do all of them. <laughs> I hope to tell you, it's an adventure, and oh. it's good to have some really strong people with good, solid backs. Yeah, I know your brother's helped it's, you uh, over the yeah, years, yeah. Andrew. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and I yeah. have some great volunteers. You really do. You really do. Um, uh, Aaron, uh, we've had you on before. Uh, uh, we had you on when you were the city clerk. Mm-hmm. We had you on uh, now that you work for New Standard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And But really, I'm having you on today to talk about Queen Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. yeah, Douglas Halloween. What's going on? When when is that again? Let let people know. All right, so it is Saturday. Pretend like I don't know anything about it. Saturday, October thirtieth. Mm-hmm. It's the most fabulous parade in the world. Um, I love when people come into the store and they're from you know Nowheresville, the other side of the state. I don't know Detroit, Lansing, whatever those sure. other places that are in this state. And they come in, and I say, do you know about Halloween? Oh, is that that really great parade in Douglas for adults? Uh And I'm like, yes, yes, it is. That's exactly the one. Make sure you come back for it. Um, So it's a really great – it gets huge, huger and huger every year. I'm kind of flabbergasted each year by how many people show up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's uh, Saturday, October 30th at 10 p.m. Lineups at 9.30. You don't have to register or anything. You just have to show up in costume. You just show up over there by Barry Field, right? Right Uh right in front of Barry Field, Uh right in front of Borrowed Time. Uh And exciting news this year, Uh City of Douglas has a social district. Yes. Oh, uh oh. But, but, but it goes until 10 p.m. and the parade is at 10 p.m. So. Oh. Oh, that's challenging. Yeah, that's going to be. But, you know, it's going to be fine. I just am really excited because I feel like the businesses, especially after COVID and everything, are going to really enjoy that shot in the arm that they're going to get from serving. They, oh, will, sure. they will embrace the people. More people. You yes. know, I mean, it's always a capacity issue. Oh, you yeah. You fit all the customers in Everyday People Cafe oh, it and Borrowed Time and all those places. It gets packed. That want to go in. I mean, they could just shut down for the rest of the year. One year, we got a table at EPC during the parade, and it was like winning the lottery. Yeah, oh, yeah. And and so we sat right there, right before the parade. We watched everybody line up and stuff, and we were in costume, and we were able to get out right in the nick of time to be a part of the parade. Yeah. Awesome. Um, lots of great memories from that parade. My family's yeah. been in it. My sister, uh, my uh, 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 good friends over the years. Um, uh, I know we've done flash mobs in the past. Yes. I remember the thriller. The thriller. I just was watching that video i actually it's on youtube yes i can is. see me i'm the it mummy is. it is I can it's see amazing me. i have several several <laughs> it's kind of cool of that i have an enormous archive of photos and videos so oh when of I course have, you do well I, you're a photographer I, also when, yes. let, let's let's add that on because yeah. you're a very very popular photographer you've been in galleries uh, uh, throughout the Sagatuck Douglas area over the years, yeah, and you yeah. do mostly focus on landscapes mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Yep. Um, but uh, but uh, yep. that, landscapes and, and candid events. Yeah. But not not for hire, but just for my own mm-hmm. enjoyment and to just sort of preserve it for mm-hmm. the community. Now they call the Halloween parade on on October thirtieth um, at ten p.m. in downtown Douglas. They they call it the parade for adults. Why why is that? Why is it for adults? Uh, because it's at 10 p.m. and some of the costumes can be just a little mature for children. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so I always say, you can bring your children. I don't care if children come. Right. I'm not going to be offended by children being there. 
but I just don't want the phone call afterwards saying that costume. I had to explain to my kid. Blah, blah, blah. I, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, so, I've seen I've seen costumes like so, flashers. Yeah, yep. So long as you're you're prepared to have a conversation with your children about some of the costumes and the humor that is presented. You know, a lot of times there's very you know. There's political humor that if you're not if you're not old enough to understand the politics, you'd be like, why is this funny? Okay, first of all, if you're not old enough to understand politics, and don't tell me that your kid is ten years old and he's just had, he's just so special and he does know politics. Stop it! No, he doesn't. Yeah, you're lying to yourself. Um, uh, uh, yeah, you know, your kid's not that special. No, stop it. Just stop it. No, but I mean, right. actually, kids isn't. at 10 p.m. with a bunch of adults out having fun, I yeah. wouldn't want my kids out in it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I kind of have mixed feelings about it because I have some friends that bring children. And to be honest, in the in years past, uh-huh. my cousin has come with his two children. Um, and for them, it's like no big deal. You know, it's Aunt sure. Aaron's, right, yeah. you know, parade. And right. They know that they're going to see some costumes that sure. are going to be, you know, with a lot of skin sometimes but, showing. Or, yeah. Something that's a little, you know, yeah. a on the off side of color of humor. There's a big group um, of guys that come every year, and they call themselves the Dorothys, and they're yes. big, burly, oh, yes. hairy, yeah, I know exactly who they hairy are. guys with beards and mustaches. Did you see them the year they did Flow? Yes. Yeah. Oh God, it was brilliant. They it did. They brilliant. did Flow from Progressive. Uh, from, yes. 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 From, from the uh, Progressive Insurance. It was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, there was flows everywhere. Yes. It was, awesome. it was flowing. So, so one of the things that I'm working on right now mm-hmm. is trying to get my sponsors lined up because my my production costs have gone up slightly this year. Yeah, everything's <laughs> gone up. Um, well, the reason my production costs have gone up so much this year is I lost Andrew Kinsler um, from Tactors Lighting oh, in Holland. Oh, yeah, he did but, all the lighting. He has all but donated his time every year. I mean, yeah. he charges a very, 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 very small amount every year. Uh-huh. Well, after setting everything up and breaking everything down in the driving rain by himself until two o'clock in the morning, two years ago, I think he hit his breaking point with that. So he will still do glow in the park, thankfully. Um, but he's not going to be doing our lights for the parade anymore. Oh. But, but I've spoken with creative live out of Grand Rapids. Uh-huh. They're going to be doing the lights. Oh, great. They're big time, big time. Uh-huh. Um, so it's going to take the quality of our audio and our, and our lights way up to the next. Uh-huh. Is Ed so helping? Kind of excited is Ed helping this? Year? Of course he's DJing. Yeah, oh, great. They will provide, Love his music. They will provide the speakers that will go all the way down the route. And one of the things we're always challenged with is you have to get the speaker so far down the route that you have kind of these lulls. And, you know, like if you're working the sure. runway, which yeah. is more or less what people are doing all the way down Center Street. Right. Right. You know, they're strutting their stuff. Right. When you're strutting your stuff to music and all of a sudden it just goes so quiet. It's, it's awkward. Like, um, I'm just going to do a straight walk through that area. Well, then anybody who's in an area that doesn't have great, you know, speaker right. coverage – Kind of gets a subpar show. So this year we're going to bring in the big dog speakers, like they have at. Um, they just did a concert at uh, U of M. Oh, They're wow. doing Meyer Garden stuff. So it's it's nice. oh it's a uh, it's a considerably larger price tag, like multiply yeah. by a factor of ten. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's really going to be worth it. So mm-hmm. so right now I'm working on. Pinning down sponsors. Pinning Nobody down sponsors. in the town is safe except so, for first year business. <laughs> first year businesses I give a pass except. Butter and whiskey, butter and whiskey, because he volunteered. But I don't. Oh, that's up, great. I don't hit up first-time businesses. Oh, okay. First, okay. I figure in their first year, they just need to get their legs under them. They need to experience the parade and the crowd that it brings mm-hmm. to see the value of being a sponsor and supporting right. it. Right. And so I usually don't hit up new businesses. Uh huh. No, no. So the sponsors that help support this, you know, yeah, I know what that's like. You know, it, it's not without sponsors that we could put on. Oh yeah. Um, uh, 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 the music in the park and the many events that we do. Um, so I know what a challenge it is. Um, how can people sponsor? How, how, how can they get a hold of you? So they can call me, 
616-990-1817. You can find my phone number all over the internet. I'm just loosey-goosey with it like that. I um, am too. And some bathroom stalls. I'll yeah, talk to anybody. Sure. Just call Probably. me. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah I'm, I'm not, the same I'm not, way. Yeah. Um, they can go to douglashalloween.com, and there's all the information about sponsorship. There's also a, a link for people to individually donate. We're going to try and do a little crowdfunding this year. We're going to add a Venmo link, a QR code to the... 10,000 um, flyers that are oh, that's I'm idea. ordering. Okay. Um, so people can donate a little bit, and we'll see if maybe we can defray a little bit of the cost and get off the local businesses and onto the people who come to the parade. You know, if everybody who, who came participate, yeah. donated, you know, five bucks, the thing would be paid for this year and next year. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah, um, definitely. So we're going to give it a shot. We're going to see if we can do it. Okay. Well, that, that in the meantime, cool. I've got to get all the businesses lined up to pay for it. Oh, oh. Now, CJ, Kimberly, and I have a secret costume that we're working on. My yeah, team at really New Standard has such a good costume. I couldn't be any more excited so for it. So we're having a New Standard team? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Oh, they so- are very excited about their costume. Oh, I I'm, am very – we have got the most creative bunch of kids that work – they're not all kids. Some 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 of them are older than me, but but they're still they're, – you know, they're my kids. Sure. Um, and they are just, they're brilliant. They've come up with just such a clever idea. I really mm-hmm. can't wait to see it. It's going to uh-huh. be a lot of fun. I'm embarrassed to say I've never been to the parade. <gasps> I know it. Oh my gosh. I'm, okay, well, I'm going to be shunned. We're going to need to get you to DouglasHalloween.com. I am coming. When yes, you get there, I'm you can sure see videos. This year. I when know When you watch it. the videos and you see the photos, if you, if you are done watching those and you still don't want to come to the parade, I'll give you your money back. Well, no, I'm coming. <laughs> Oh, did you there. hear that? A money back guarantee. Mm, money yeah. back guarantee. If you watch that video, don't no, come. I'm totally gonna come. Yeah, I it's just, a blast. and I can't wait. Yeah, I can't believe you know, I missed out. You know, you could come in the capacity. A lot of people don't realize this, but the the problem with the Douglas Halloween Parade is that it's gotten so big, it's hard to get a front row seat. But you are guaranteed a front row seat if you are a volunteer. Oh, because if you're a volunteer, you're on the inside of the barricades oh, that's on the actual right. parade route so you get a good view and added bonus you get a free t-shirt and yes added 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 bonus it's designed by marley alexander mm-hmm. i don't know nice. if you know her or not she is one of your favorite librarians at yeah. Star Trek douglas Lab. she's right fa- fabulous every way so she yeah she is uh, she designed the posters she designed oh, cool. the cards and then she designed the shirt oh how which nice. will glow Ooh. Oh, it's gonna glow. It's gonna glow. I now, love a shirt. That well, well, we had uh, the the year before last. The gray one was glowing. Was mm-hmm. that the year before last? Yes. I have a cup. I've got several mm-hmm. of your shirts over the years because yes. uh, I have sponsored in the past, and then thank you. I've also uh, volunteered several thank years you. over the years. Um, uh, I wore I wore the um, the remember the uh, when the when the pumpkin king uh, uh, came back and it was the 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 fluffy one or the um, puffy one. The, on the black background, puppy pinks oh, or something? the puppy yes. pink, oh, okay. yes, yes, the one with the Douglas Halloween clock, yes, the Douglas clock and the and the pumpkin king. Yes, yes, I wore that when we when I was decorating for uh, fall. Yeah, it I, just says Halloween here, doesn't it? It does. It's so iconic. We're I we're thinking about redoing that shirt and doing that design again, maybe for a big anniversary or something. Yeah, it's just that was when when they first built the pumpkin king. Uh-huh. So Michael and Larry. Um, from Village Puppeteers or Hostopolis Productions, who's by the way the 501c3 behind Halloween this year. Oh, okay. I don't know if you know. Um, Douglas said two years ago that if I didn't have a not-for-profit running this event, they couldn't support it. And right. so Michael and Larry, who are on the board of Hostopolis Productions, which also produces Kukla Fest, right. are producing the Halloween parade this year. Oh, that's great. 
Yeah, it is great because yeah. I did not have time to file to be a nonprofit, yeah. create another right, organization right. with everything else yes, you're doing. Yeah, exactly. uh-huh. I yeah. get it. Yeah, between a new job and then another new job and, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, COVID and all of that. I did, I did not get off my duff and, and create a 501c3 just to manage this, but I've worked with them for KuklaFest, so I'm excited to work with them again for this. But mm-hmm. when they um, first created the Pumpkin King, they they called me and they said, I hear you you hired entertainers. Why didn't you get a hold of us? We had that big pumpkin that we used to do for the kids' stuff, remember? Right. Yep. When they did the Legend of Sleepy Hollow yep. and all that. Yep. And they said, Well, why don't you hire us to make a puppet? I said, How much do you need? How much money do you need? So that I think they I think it was like a thousand dollars. I mean, it was just enough to cover the spring steel and the foam. It was not their labor at all. Sure. Ran around town, begged everybody for money. Like two days later I came to them, here's the money, let's do it. In 10 days, they built that thing. And then we took it around town and we did photo shoots. And one of the photos that I took was of it clutching the Douglas clock. Yeah. And it's just the most iconic picture it of is. that parade. It's, it's, it's become the logo. It's become, it is. He really has become the face of the, the, the The Pumpkin King is the king yes. of this. and Because this is how I remember it. When the original went down and there were, we had a year or two where we didn't have one. It was so disappointing. And, and, and I could tell that the momentum of the parade wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. But when the Pumpkin King came back several years ago after they rebuilt him, it was like, okay, we're on again. Yeah. And, and uh, it, th- th- he really is the spirit. He of, really, yeah. Th- now, how tall is he? It's this huge 20 puppet. 20 foot tall. 20 foot tall. He's got yep. these huge arms that kind of reach out yep. into the because audience. He's menacing. He's, he's menaces. He's menacing. He menaces the crowd. Menaces the of, crowd. He kind of hovers down over. And it, 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 it's my favorite part of the entire event. Yeah. Because after all that work and planning and organizing and fundraising and everything that goes into making that thing happen. And then just as the pumpkin King rounds the corner, you hear the crowd just roar. I mean, it just is such an event to be in the middle of that. and Uh hear that crowd go, you know, just really crazy. Right. And every person's got their cell phone out and they're streaming to social media, Uh which makes it a great marketing opportunity for any business that would like to be a sponsor. It does. Just just shoving that in there. It is a great, because you guys uh, hold their signs up during the, don't you? Yes. Yeah, you do signs for the yep. um, all the people that yep. donate. The, Our platinum so. level sponsorship, which is fifteen hundred, uh-huh. gets you a huge sign with the Pumpkin King um, and your logo or your business name that we carry. One of our volunteers carries in the parade. Uh-huh. Yes, oh, that's a great a great way to advertise. That's it for sure. sure. Is uh-huh. for any business. It's right. a great way to advertise. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at you. <laughs> I see you seeing me. I see you seeing me seeing you. She's wooing the star of Saga Talk. Well, the- you know, I was listening when I. I was I was coming in and she's talking about this mixer with all of the owners and, and yeah. managers in town. I'm like, ooh, sign me up, sign me up. Can I come and bring my Halloween cards and hit yeah. every single person on the boat up? That sounds like low hanging fruit to right. me. Right, right. Sounds there like one boat ride. I've got the event paid for and my fundraising is done. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Douglas Halloween. You can go to douglashalloween.com and you can see how to donate. Um, uh, it's about, uh, let's see, it's uh, 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 10 p.m. Line up at 930 yep. there on October 30th. It's always the Saturday before Halloween. Mm-hmm. Last year it was on Halloween. Oh, was it, was it was that so last heartbreaking. Year? Yes, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. I have a picture of it because I just felt drawn, even though it was COVID and we had to cancel it. It was disappointing because it felt on Halloween and it was a blue moon. It was a beautiful second full moon of the month. 
It was gorgeous. And out. it was fall back. Oh, it was gorgeous out. It, it was, was also fall back that, that, that day as well. A star in the sky, a full moon, hardly a breath of air because that pumpkin king, because he's 20 foot tall, it's kind of like like a kite that you're bringing down. And it doesn't seem like Center Street is uphill, but it is, in fact, slightly uphill the whole way. When you've got a, a strong breeze, it is work to get uh-huh. him to the end of the route. Sure. So last year it was perfect. And yeah. I took a picture down Center Street from both sides. There was not a person in it. Not oh. one single person. I was just like, wow, I'm missing the parade. So I'm really yeah. excited this year because I've already started you know, putting stuff out on social media. Mm-hmm. It's going crazy. People oh, are crazy for it. This I... I I can feel in my bones how big it's going to be this year. People mm-hmm. are dying for it. They're mm-hmm. really I, people missed it. I hear that all the time. Everywhere I go, we really missed the parade. That's awesome. Like, you yes. missed it, yeah. right? Dude, I planned my whole life around this. <laughs> <laughs> how do you think I feel? Right. Well, that well, that's great. Um, yeah. uh, so, uh, what do you think about the pop of blue in the decorations this year? We've Love got a little bit of blue out there. Love it. Yeah. Are you, are you on a, a for side or against side? I, I know some people are. Oh, we want more of a natural look. I'm going to be honest, I haven't seen it yet, Gregory. I I noticed when I was coming into town. She said she didn't see it yet. Well, you know, I've been working. I haven't been Uh, in town. I came straight from home, Mm -hmm. and so I didn't, uh, all I noticed was when I got to town, oh, Christmas is here, and (laughs) Halloween. Also, (laughs) Halloween is at the corner. (laughs) I was telling telling her earlier, Julie, earlier, that uh, while I was decorating uh, for fall, I was singing, it's beginning to look a lot like like Palmas. Palmas, right? Absolutely. They're a little little earlier this year than they normally are, I think. (laughs) They look beautiful. They They do. They look fantastic. They really do. And Sadaba and everyone else who supports them, they're amazing. We had a lot of compliments as well. Um, And, uh, you know, the city increased their budget this year to 28000 uh, for the lights this year, so that that was nice, um, and uh, and it was uh, the council's decision to get them on and staying on uh, starting October first. Um, so uh, so yeah, so yeah, um, you know, uh, talking about stretching out events, we'll be stretching out the Christmas events this year. We're putting the annual Christmas tree lighting will be the day after Thanksgiving this year. Uh, we'll be on that Friday, and then um, the uh, parade will be on the first Saturday of December. So, uh, you know, we combined those two events a few years ago mm-hmm. and, um, and with the CVB, but then the CVB had asked Sadaba to do the uh, Christmas parade. So having them all in one day kind of made it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. However, we want to stretch out that holiday season, yeah. like you were saying. Exactly. And, um, and, uh, and give people more reasons to hang out with us and have yep. fun with us and, you know, shop for unique gifts, uh, hang out and have our holiday food and cheer. I know yep. all of our Restaurants are going to be busy um, as well, and um, and uh, we look forward to the holiday season. Certainly, uh, less than three months till Christmas. Who know, what is Christmas? I don't even know what this is. There's Halloween. It's there's Jesus' Halloween, birthday, and then there's Halloween. Why is anybody <laughs> talking about Christmas right now? There's Halloween. Right. It's, it's October. You're right about that. The entire month of October is about Halloween. You're right. The whole month. Yeah, it should be. It should be. Now, yes. Pink Patio is already has already has their Christmas decor. I saw. I posted. noticed that. Did you yes. see that? I went in the store. <laughs> yes. It's like, come on, let's get Halloween first. I agree. Let's 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 well, have someone, Halloween. Someone said to me a couple years ago. With the Douglas Halloween Parade, Sagatuck Douglas is really becoming the it spot of the Midwest for Halloween. And sure. I was like, well, psh, yeah, yeah, of course it is. Has Duh. been. What do you think has we're been working for here? Right? Right? You know, like, <laughs> think this is for my health? You know? Yeah. 
Great. Aaron Wilkinson, I want to thank you for coming on to the show. Let's give Aaron a big round of applause. Thank you. And and also, I want to thank you um, for all the great stuff that you do for our community. Thank you. You uh, work so hard for the community. I really appreciate everything you do. You are a hardworking we Bad. are in well uh, to deflect off me um uh your your family um your family uh has done so much to bring the fun into our small towns and create the good ca- folks create the character yeah. that makes Saugatuck and Douglas so yeah. you're really you're really special and well, you uh, know my mom and dad always said when i was growing up in the drugstore that if, if you want to be successful in this community you have to give back that's right. If you don't give back to this community, the community won't give back to you. That's right. And I've always found that to, that it, that is just a thousand percent true. It's we true. can't spell saga talk without you. Correct. Oh, Correct. Julie, you're so good. I don't Thank forget you. if you want to be a Halloween sponsor or a Halloween volunteer with the best possible view and a Marley Alexander designed glow in the dark free T-shirt. All you got to do is Douglas go to Halloween.com. Yep. Uh, DouglasHalloween.com and contact Aaron Wilkinson. Aaron, again, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. And uh, we want to let everybody know that you're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday right here on 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. If you listen, if you look a little bit later, you go to 92.7TheVan.com, go to podcast, Saga Tuck on Sunday, you'll hear this show again and again and again. Um, you can listen to all of our shows since we started almost a year ago and uh, having so much fun with our little radio show here. We'll be right back after these messages, and we're going to talk to Chris Peterson from the city of Saga Tuck Councilwoman. She's also a previous mayor, and we're going to get caught up with all the latest in with the city and what they're doing. I'm, I'm trying to drill her. We'll talk about lots of things. And she'll be on. I'll try not to be too controversial, though. Uh, but we'll have her on in just a few minutes. Uh, we'll be right back on Saga Tuck on Sunday. Stay tuned and grab another cup of coffee. Wake up. Start your week off right. Grab your cup of coffee. We're back. This is Saga Duck on Sunday. I'm Gregory Muncy here with my co-host, Jules. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Greg and Jules show. And uh, Jules from the Star of Saga Duck. We were just talking to Aaron Wilkinson and getting everybody caught up with the Halloween activities in Douglas, the Halloween parade. Of course, you can go to DouglasHalloween.com to learn more about what's going on and why they call Saugatuck and Douglas the Halloween capital of Michigan. Um, and then uh, also, um, uh, uh, Aaron uh, also uh, was talking about uh, getting on the Star of Saugatuck and the local rides as well. Yes. So that's kind of cool. That would be fun. want to have a shout out to our producer, Dan Evans, Dan the man at the van. He'll be living temporarily in Douglas while they're waiting for their house to be finished in, in Holland, Michigan. And uh, and uh, he's he's going to temporarily live here in Douglas, so he'll be here for all the Halloween festivities. Nice. So that that'll be fun, um, and uh, he'll enjoy that. Um, you know, I don't want to waste a lot of time because we've got someone special coming on right now. Somebody I've been wanting to have on here. Somebody that knows all the ins and outs of the city of Saugatuck, and we're gonna we're gonna drill her for questions. Let's do it. Uh oh, uh oh. Get that disco ball down. She's working the runway. Woo-hoo! Wow! Wow! She recovered quick, didn't she? She did. Did you see that? Wow, look at her go. Welcome. Amazing. Welcome to the show, Chris Peterson. 
City of Saugatuck Councilwoman and previous mayor. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you so much. That's great to be here finally. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to be able to make it up the steps. I, I know. Uh, Chris uh, was supposed to be on the show last week, and um, and she called me Saturday, and uh, uh, actually she texted me. She was in the in the ER over in Holland, oh, wow. <laughs> Holland Hospital ER. Um, you had fallen down. What were you doing? How did you, you fall know, down? You know, I was cleaning the ceiling fan, and I fell off the chair. So. <laughs> It's just, it's a reminder, don't clean, just don't clean. Just don't so clean. I, I didn't know how you were going to get up the stairs. I know at the city council meeting last Monday, you took the elevator up. Yeah. And you hobbled up. You still showed up. I didn't know you were going to be there, but you ended up coming anyway. I did. The elevator helped. I'm off of the brace now. They wanted me to get off that pretty bad. I really, I really dodged a bullet. All I did was have a sprain. I didn't break oh, a nice. hip or, you know, have a yeah, right. I was lucky. Yeah, 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 you were. Um, Chris Peterson, um, you're on the city of Saugatuck uh, with the council there. How long have you been uh, on the council? I've been on seven years. Yeah, uh, that's quite a wonderful lot. years. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we love uh, your support. You've always been very merchant friendly and very uh, supportive of business here in Saugatuck. Oh, and, absolutely. Um, and uh, and uh, we see that um, uh, as well uh, while you've been on the board. Chris, where are you originally from? Where? Nebraska. Nebraska? Cornhusker, uh, yeah. Cornhusker. So did you grow up in Nebraska? <laughs> absolutely. Born and raised there. And then we moved here about... 14 years ago because of grandkids oh okay 14 years ago um and uh so in nebraska um so i don't know much about nebraska you i've know? never been um everybody says they've been through it yeah same here <laughs> um and and uh uh but uh but uh, uh what 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 did you do in nebraska when you were there um my background was education but then i ran for a public office and i was a state senator uh, for several years, and then for ten years, worked for two different governors as a director. Oh, okay. Also, you, so you knew a little bit about uh, government before you got uh, your your role here in yeah, the city of Saskatoon. Yeah, I would. I would Politics think so. is in her blood. A senator. Wow, I, that's very uh, uh, accomplished. Oh, and thank you. and um, and so you served as senator. And so you moved here because of grandkids, and so you got you still wanted to get involved and help the community. I do. I uh, it gets in your blood. I mean, you love knowing how things work and what you can do to make things better. I like to fix things. Yeah. I like to talk to people and find out what the issue and f try to fix it. And sometimes it's easy, and sometimes it's not. But yeah. it's always a challenge to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, being with the city council here, um, uh, you also served as mayor, right? I I did. That was so much fun. I got to do the Christmas light turn on with I remember. you yeah. a couple of times yeah. and do the cat in the hat. And I got to ride in the banana car. I remember the banana car. The banana car yeah. was great. So it's just, I love Saga Talk. It's just a magical, magical community. And to be able to be the mayor and be in the parade, uh, those are those are wonderful things. And all of the people that you meet, it's it's just fantastic to live here. We're blessed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but uh, I understand um, you're stepping down. I am. Um, oh, no. <laughs> never saw it as a long-term gig. Uh, you know, I've been there seven years, and I think I think it's really good when you get turnover and people come in with new ideas and, and they don't mm -hmm. have any preconceived uh, ideas about what they want to do. They just are excited to do it. And the whole learning curve for somebody is is exceptional. So I, I've been here seven years. I've, I'm proud of some of the things that we accomplished, but, I'm, you know, my husband and I are ready to travel. Sure. Oh, so that's that's what I wanted to find out. What are you going to do? You're going to travel. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, when, you, when you're when you on the city council, you have four meetings a week, and then you also serve on a committee, so you've got 
uh, or four meetings a month, and then you've got another one. And I don't like missing meetings right. ever. And so it was it was just a little hard to work around. We have grandchildren still back in Nebraska, mm-hmm. and uh, we wanted to see them. And we, you know, we've never been to the UP. I want to see what the UP. Oh, really? Oh, oh, you're in for a treat. Well, we're from Special Nebraska. Treat. We thought it was the Union Pacific. Everybody kept talking. About it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Wow, boy, UP is really important here." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> CJ and Kimberly were just at the UP. Uh, they went to Paradise, and uh, you'll have to get some of that Trenary toast while you're up there. <laughs> We tried to go last year, but the bridge was swaying, and I chickened out. Oh, really? Yeah. So we went to Mackinac Island instead. Oh, okay. So much fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, UP, it's a whole new world. Up yes. There. It is definitely a whole new world. Um, uh, so, Chris, um, now you, you told us that you're traveling. Um, serving on serving on the the city. Um, tell me some. What are some of the challenges? You know, you know, I'm going to ask that. What are some of the the the, the real hard challenges of of being a um, a public servant. One of the the hardest challenges is getting information out. Uh, so many times we'll do something and then people will find out about it and think, oh my God, I didn't know about that. So one of the things we did is we now have to have an ordinance uh, read twice so that when it comes to the city council, the full city council after being moved there by the com- planning commission, uh, we read it once and then uh, next week we or two weeks later we read it again to vote on it. Um, the other thing too is is people for people to realize how difficult things you can't move fast uh-huh. you just can't move fast because you have to have a hearing public hearings you have to discuss it those are the things i think that get people frustrated they think they don't know what's going on and they think it's so long to get something done right right and and there's a reason for that though i mean uh, uh you know that you have to spend time thinking about a major decision um uh, uh but um even something that seems you know so you know, obvious. Oh, well, you should put a stop sign there. I, why don't you just make it happen? But you have to go through things like road surveys and, you know, uh, you know, it just can't be police reports, the whole thing. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of the nice things about the city council is it's the it's the government closest to the people. So when you vote on something, you are really impacting people that, you know. And uh-huh. so you want to make sure you do take that time. You do want to have, if there's any type of documentation that's out there, and if there isn't, then you need to have some because what are you trying to do? Right. You need to determine what the problem is up front and then say, are there ways to measure this? Mm-hmm. And if there are, you do that and you take your time. You can't jump into anything fast because then you look stupid and you have to rescind your order. <laughs> yeah. We, we've talked about that before, getting back to communication. We've talked about that before because I, I always tell people that it's very easy to find out what your local city is doing if you sign up for their emails and you pay attention to their meetings. You know, go to meetings and, and get involved. Um, uh, you know, working with Sadaba for so many years and going and going to city meetings, being on the email list and getting the packets every uh, every for every meeting, you know, that they mail out. Um, it makes me aware of what you guys are up to. Um, and and uh, I, I, I tend to put the, the responsibility of finding out what's going on in your government with the individual to participate in what's going on in the government rather than sitting back and waiting for it to be in the newspaper or waiting for it to be on social media. I I can understand that to a point, but on the other hand, we're elected to represent people and it's our job to make sure we do the best we can do to let them know what we're doing. So um, it's always been a challenge. I think the Zoom meetings were fantastic. Uh We had more people listen in on those, 
but for people to just have ordinary businesses and their own day jobs to try to get away in the afternoon for a, a committee meeting or every Monday night for a, a city council meeting, that's hard. Now, once it's something that really involves you, then then you should get involved. Right. Absolutely. After sure. the fact on that one, that's not good because with city council meetings, if you've got four votes, it's going to pass. Uh -huh. So you better find out what it is that's going to pass. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, um, you know, the last, what, 10, 15 years or so, we've had a new introduction in communication, and it's called Facebook. <laughs> yeah, well, let's, so, let's not talk about that. That's got good and bad. But, um, but uh, you know, on Facebook, you know, you have lots of opinions by people, um, you know, who don't necessarily, you know, do their book work or anything. And so um, it's got to be hard to refrain from some of the chatter that you see on Facebook. And I bet there's a lot of times you'd like to answer somebody, but you just kind of pull back and, and you just can't. You've got to be very careful. I only add things when it's something concrete, like we're having a meeting next Monday night. We're going to discuss uh, paving the street from mm -hmm. here to here, and you need to pay attention to that or come in on Zoom. Right. Uh, I, don't, I don't get caught up in, in other Like the emotional. No. You, yeah. you just can't. Um, the, all of the things that you do, pretty much are going to have pros and cons. They uh -huh. just are. There isn't anything that everybody's just going to be so happy with. The Christmas lights. Um, I'll, I'm going to take a little credit for those because I worked pretty hard with Nick. We love them. I, I we, love yeah, them. we were talking yeah. about that. But it is, it is funny that... Have yeah. a round of applause for that. Thank you, CJ. Um, but, uh, but we think they look great. Um, uh, Absolutely. But there were concerns. They're on too long. Uh, you don't do enough streets. I mean, so there's, there's always that. And you have to temper that with... Let's take it a step at a time. We've got Butler nailed. We got Culver nailed. Now let's go over to Water Street. Right. That it's a growing thing. And when people see the businesses, I went I went door to door at the businesses about the Christmas lights. Right. About I'm going to throw this little pitch out about bathrooms in Coughlin Park. I never could quite get that done. Um, mm -hmm. But when you go door to door, then people were, oh, is that coming up? I'm interested in that. Let's find out about that type of thing. So right. That's right. the best way to do it. Garner your support. You're right about that, and I found that too. You know, the city's done surveys, and Sadaba's done surveys, and we do it through email, and we we get so frustrated because there's not that much support. And I'll see, you know, when I'm in constant contact, I'll see everybody open the survey, yep, but nobody took it. And it might only be three questions, or you know, just a few a few minutes of someone's time. They might open it, but they won't take the survey. Um, what you said in a small town like this, that's really where you find out what's going on by going door to door. Oh, absolutely. And it doesn't take, it takes maybe a morning to hit most of the businesses. Mm -hmm. and, and the other thing too is, like I said, you have to garner your support. People might open the survey, but they're not really sure what it is. And then suddenly we've got results for maybe 10 people. Right. And that's going to sway. No, it can't. You right. need more more um, activity with your consumers, with your residents. Right. It takes a lot more footwork than just sending out an email. It does. It mm -hmm. takes a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, serving on the board, um, you've served uh, with several boards now. Um, uh, you've been on uh, – I've seen lots of people come and go since you've been on. <laughs> And and um, and uh, uh, and uh, we've got a couple of. I'm I'm wondering why am I seeing campaign signs out? I mean, because we don't have anybody running against anyone this this year, right? I think people put them out just so that 
again, it's communication. Uh -huh. There's an election coming up. These are the people that are running. Uh -huh. Get your name out there in the public. It oh, just, okay. It just helps. I was just curious because well, I – Plus, I, you got probably 200 signs. You need to put them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, uh, that's true. Um, and then, um, you know, I noticed that. And then, But also, I wanted to have a mention. We talked about Russ Gardner uh, will be taking your position. Yes. And uh, has he served? He served as a councilman before, or this was this was before we moved here. But my understanding is he did, and he was mayor. Oh, and he was mayor at one time. Oh, wow, that's 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 cool. Um, we saw the great work that he did uh, up uh, and encouraged with all the volunteers up there at the uh, uh, the radar. Yeah, the radar. Uh, yeah, Mount Baldhead. So yes. it looks beautiful. Uh, that's a, a nice thing about Sagatok is when you get a group moving, uh, they can move mountains oh yeah much. they can clean all that up and that's that's again the joy of living in this community is yes you got a lot of pro and cons but boy when people get going they can move pretty fast oh they sure do mm -hmm. um uh, we're having daniel defranco on from the tri-community recycle initiative oh, um yeah. uh, that's nice to see uh, a group of people with that interest as we've had challenges with recycling i think everybody has because mm -hmm. people you know we, we we've learned that uh, Canada and China, who used to buy our garbage, is no longer buying it. No. And so, so there's been a lot of challenges with recycling, and um, and it's still being done, uh, but it has to be done a little bit differently. So. Well, if you look around, you've got the Mount Baldhead project. You've got the recycling. Aaron Wilkinson was just on mm -hmm. with the uh, Halloween parade. We're going to have the the Halloween parade here. Yep, uh -huh. the people and pets parade people and at pets noon. Parades. Yep. Um, one of the things that that I missed so much during COVID, especially well, meeting people too, but I miss the enthusiasm of the parades. Yes. Because it's so small town and so perfect. When you stand there and the band comes marching around, uh -huh. you just get goosebumps. Yeah. It's just a lovely, lovely town. Yeah, you do. I know I've I had you guys in. You've been in the mayor in several of our uh, parades. We always try to get a special car. I know uh, your your husband has a nice little collection of a, a couple little cars that are he's, that have been in the parade. <laughs> he does have a few nice little cars. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I see CJ. He he likes to put his his cars in the parade as well. I know. I think you might have ridden in CJ's car. I know Ken Trester has. Um, and uh, oh, I only ride in my husband's car. That's what I figured. Yeah. And and so um, uh, so so going on uh, from from your service, um, you plan on traveling, right? Mm -hmm. And you guys are going to uh, travel the country and and uh, in a in a big van, or how, how are you going to do this? No, we fly. No, oh good. Oh good. <laughs> we fly and we go to places where you know you can check in and check out. <laughs> That kind of stuff. We're not do-it-yourselfers. So. That's, that's the yeah, way that's, to do it. That's one of the things. The other thing, too, is is um, I think there's times for other people to, to come on the, the uh, city council because they have ideas. I sure. The things that I've been most pleased with, we got the shopper's dock in. Yep. We got the new fire chief's dock in. Um, the pop-up patios. Yep. Police department. I'm going to throw out again. Bathrooms in Coughlin Park. We didn't get those. Yeah. Um, and I would love, just on a personal side, I'd love to see a... Um, <clears throat> excuse me splash pad at uh the in the village square yeah i think that i think the village square would be a great place Wouldn't for a splash pad yeah uh -huh. uh, but for the most part i've just i've loved being with the people one of the things you learn on city council is you can have a great idea but if you can't get four votes it's not going to go anywhere right so you have to be a team right you have to be a team right. to work together right and even though you have different opinions um you still work together 
And so I think all of our votes are usually unanimous. I think that's great. Um, and uh, because there are so many different personalities that are on the board. Um, oh, yeah. and, and, uh, and, and I think that's great. So, uh, but Ken's staying on, right? Ken Truster. Ken is staying on. Um, Mark's on. Um, Mark Beckin. And then uh, I think Russ Gardner's new. And, of course, then the four new ones that, are, that came on over yeah. the last two elections. Right, so. right. Well, very good, very good. Um, so, uh, you know, moving forward with uh, the council, um, you'll be set. When is your last day? I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that would it be in November staying, after the election I'm or on the planning commission so uh -huh. I'll still have my toe in the pond oh that's so what I was going to ask so yeah. you're going to you're going to stay on the planning commission yes. oh yeah. that's great yes uh, you know I don't even know when it is um, I the first election is what the first Tuesday following the first Monday mm -hmm. in November so I don't know if we have any meetings. You have to make a cake or something. You have to have a <laughs> celebration. No, no, you buy a cake. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> you buy it from Cookies on Call, Franny. There. Absolutely, absolutely, mm -hmm. you do. Mm -hmm. so. She makes some wonderful cakes. I was just looking at them. Oh, um, yes. So, are you guys going to be around? You'll be around for Halloween, though, right? Actually, we're going to go to Omaha. Um, our grandsons—they're the the youngest two grandsons—are five and seven, and it might be the last year for the Halloween costumes and the door-to-door -door trick or treating. So oh, so you're saying, yeah, go sure. Do that with them. The other oh, two great. are twelve and thirteen, and they have no interest in that. So, <laughs> but I want to see the—we want to see the last two and mm -hmm. the Halloween mm -hmm. thing. Tell me something. What would you like now? You, you you talked about, of course, the bathroom in Coughlin Park. That's something you'd did like I to see. Did I mention that already? Yeah, I okay. think you did. Okay. Um, and you do have a point there. Um, and I'm picking I that up. I think it's a great idea. I actually. think it is a great idea. Um, but but uh, uh, what else would you like to see here in the city of Saugatuck come into fruition now that you're you're stepping down? What 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 changes do you think that 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 the city could use? One of the things I've always felt is that um, we spend a lot of money on maintenance, and uh -huh. I think it would be more beneficial to spend money on bringing people in, maybe in the shoulder seasons. Okay. Uh, obviously, we're so tourism. Yeah, tour. We're a resort town. People say, "Well, I know you're a resort town, but no, no, we're a resort." That's town. all there is. We there... don't have industry. We don't have manufacturing. And every little person you see walking out there is a short-term renter, whether they're here with a B and B or short-term rental or stay in mom and dad's cabin. And they're the reasons we have the wonderful businesses that we have, the right. wonderful restaurants that we have. So we need to maintain that and enlarge it if we can. Um, the locals that own the businesses, they need a little bit longer. I sound like R.J. Peterson here. Yeah. <laughs> We're not related. I always used to say I was his younger sister. But yeah, anyway, right. <laughs> we, uh, we need to enlarge those, those months and mm -hmm. make sure that, that the town stays vibrant and uh, is able to support the wonderful things we have here. Now, I uh, had a store, Mike Carey, and then it was mine, the Del Sol store, yeah, for many years. And and um, and I have noticed an increase in shoulder season business the last few years. Yes. And yes. Um, and uh, I think it's a combination of everybody and what everybody's doing. I don't think you can point it to one certain committee or one certain thing. No. I think it's a it's a it's a combination of all of the great organizations that we have here. Um, that have that mindset of, of, of stretching out the shoulder season. It's um, September now has just become kind of a little addition on. Right. And uh, May, May you run into school still, you yeah. know, and those types of things. But September is usually pretty big. And then th I think there's a whole different crowd that comes in in late fall yeah. with more of the art and, uh -huh. and restaurant and shopping time. Yeah. But uh, I think that we've just got such wonderful 
restaurants and shops in here that we're, we've become quite an attraction just standing alone, not just because of the tourism and the, and the beach and all those things. Sure. People come here to shop. Yesterday, downtown, did you see it? It was crazy. It was crazy packed. And I was out there in the evening um, when I was done for the day before I went to uh, go grab dinner, and I was sitting out on the bench, and it was just nonstop. And land sharks, they're smart. They stay open late. Um, uh, some of the shops will do that. Now, when, when I had Del Sol, we would too. And, and so, you know, because we're a small town and we have a lot of small shops, a lot of them will close at 5 or 6, even on July 4th. Or, you know, I, I know Dan Brown, the T-shirt shop over there, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't care. He just closes up. He's been in business for 40 years, mm-hmm. and, and he, he plays by his own rules. Mm-hmm. But when you see shops that are open late, you see people shopping there. Yes. People, it, people are looking. I'm sorry to interrupt, but no. People are looking for things to do. Uh-huh. Like they and ask us all the time at the start, where can we eat? What, you know, when do things close up? American Spoon. I was sitting out on the bench there, and American Spoon closed at 7. And two minutes after 7, somebody came up, and they wanted to get in there. And um, <laughs> there happened to be an employee in there that did let her in. But it was still a buzz at 7 o'clock last night, well, people walking around. Drive around, around the puppet patios are packed. Yeah. I love those things. Yeah, I, I do, mean, too. Given such a kind of a European flair mm-hmm. to downtown, mm-hmm. especially uh, – <clears throat> shout out to some of them that what they put Halloween or they put fall decorations. Yeah. And by the way, a shout out to you on the fall decorations. Oh, thank you. Yes, they're do, very nice. Do you like the the pop of blue, Tiffany the, blue this year? I like the Tiffany blue. I think it needs a little more silver glitter on it. Okay. I do. All right. I think, I think it does. It does. But. Okay. I'll get I'll get more glitter out then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you hear that? Silver glitter. <laughs> silver glitter. Yeah. <laughs> did you hear that, Patty Beckham? <laughs> Um, Again, there's the yeah. difference in opinion. Right, right? Yes, I love Patty. Um, so what I did for her, because um, we talked about that earlier, I left half the pumpkins without glitter for her. <laughs> so so she can go down this side of town, and she can grab a bunch of the pumpkins and feed the deer. But I was telling you, we're not, I'm not decorating for the deer. The deer, you know, I'm decorating for us. Right. It doesn't mean I hate the deer. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, um, but uh, uh, she, she loves uh, nature, and, and she, she has this whole backyard. But it, it must be a smorgasbord back there for the deer <laughs> or something. It's like I want to be a deer in her, in her backyard. Right. So, yeah, but, um, but, yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate that, and um, I enjoy doing it. Um, uh, you know, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the decorations are provided by all of our merchants. Uh, it was uh, uh, the, uh, from Farmer Elmer who brought them, and uh, Sadaba paid for the bales and the corn stalks, and then uh, the charming Sagatuck rentals uh, paid for all of the pumpkins. And uh, Kimberly helped me spray paint pumpkins and decorate the front entrance, and we did about 30 corners throughout town. And then, of course, I also procured the uh, decorations for Douglas and uh, just had them dropped off there at Berry Field because they like to do their own style. They like their own kind of style. So Well, you can tell your enthusiasm for it. I think that's what makes it fun is to see you walking down the street with your spray cans and your <laughs> things. And, and it does. It looks really nice. And, yeah. and again, Sadaba has been a big help to the cities, the CVB. You guys have donated money to the Christmas lights, and mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think that's fantastic. And, and the people wanted them lit up early, and they wanted them to stay lit up till St. Patrick's Day. I think that's great. Sure, I think sure. that's just great. You come around that corner, 
and see those lights over there, and you just kind of think, oh, my God, i got to do my Christmas shopping. And all the people <laughs> taking their pictures out there. I yes. see these young girls, and they're like, there's no cars in the road. Let's do it. And right? they're, out, they're all out here in the middle of Butler Street posing <laughs> with all the lights behind them. And, um, and so it, it kind of uh, encourages. And, you know, and the fact that the last, what, 10, 15 years, Saugatuck Douglas has gotten lots of national accolades. I remember back in, what was it, 2009, 2010, USA Today uh, put us in their paper as the uh, best coastal town in America, and uh, that was a great accolade that, uh, that I know Felicia Fairchild helped to attain from the, uh, from the CBB at that time, and, um, and, uh, and, and it's just been ongoing since then where, you know, every day it seems like you go and we're on another list for mm-hmm. one of the best. Um, I, I know, and I, I've, I've talked in the past, is that, you know, years ago, 20, 30 years ago, there were about 300 destination location places, they call them, destination location, throughout the United States. And Saugatuck was one of them. And, uh, but now it's increased to like 3,000. Yeah. Because we have so many towns now that are getting on the bandwagon to promote tourism. Um, and so, so, uh, but uh, you see a lot of people in the game now. So, but uh, again, though, that's that's what brings people here is the the fun parades and the dec- the decorations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Johnson and Rotary and the Fourth of July. Yeah, I mean, we were slammed I know. that too. Yeah, we were. Uh, There's just they're just wonderful things that happen in this community, and people recognize that. That's why they come here and they have fun. Chris Peterson, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for asking me again. <laughs> I wanted to ask a couple other pressing questions, like, you know, about uh, houseboats and things like that, but I just don't have time right now. Gosh darn, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for being on the show. You are a pleasure to work with. You have been for over the years, uh, That uh, the things I've done through the city council, and, and I appreciate you coming on the show. Let's give Chris a big round of applause for coming on, and I want to thank you for being on the show. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday. That was Chris Peterson, and we'll be right back with Daniel DeFranco from the Tri-Community Recycle Initiative. We're going to find out their programs, what they've been up to, and what's going on. And uh, you're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll be right back with my co-host, Joel. Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. Grab another cup of coffee and join us for our next half hour. We'll be right back. Are we on? Are we on? Oh, we're on. We're on, all right. This is Saga Talk on Sunday, and we're live. We're we did want to watch the sun come over the hill, but it's a rainy, rainy day. And it's going to be raining all day, it looks like. And in the forecast, a high of about 70. And I'm here with my co-host, Jules. Good morning, everybody. It's Sunday Fun Day. Gregory and Jules, right here on the van. <laughs> and we're watching the cars. And there are still people out there walking with umbrellas and getting their coffee from Uncommon Grounds. And uh, wanted to uh, uh, bring on our next guest. We just talked to Chris Peterson. We've had Aaron Wilkinson on. And then uh, all the locals, all my friends are here. And I think the whole town has been up in my little studio here above Land Sharks. I've invited almost everybody has been through my home here. I feel like, I feel like you know, I'm Revolving so... Revolving door at Gregory's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
our next guest is uh, uh, I've become really good friends uh, over the last few years since they moved to town. And uh, let's get that disco ball down and let's talk about these moves. Look, oh wow. 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 Love it. Those are cute shorts. I wore. know it. They're Look at short the, shorts. We're in the short shorts. Yeah. Let's give a big round of applause to Daniel DeFranco. Hello, Gregory. It's nice to see you. Nice to meet you, Jules. Nice to meet you. Wakey, wakey. Did you get some coffee? I did get some coffee. Okay, good. I got some espresso. Because nice. you were working last night, weren't you? No. Yeah, I didn't get out till about one thirty from Phil's. From Phil's. He, uh, uh, Daniel DeFranco is uh, the uh, bartender, the very charming bartender. One, Thank you. One of them. Thank um, you. And uh, over there at uh, Phil's Bar and Grill. Does a terrific job there. I love Phil's. Oh, who it's doesn't? The best, it? it is. Oh, God, yeah, that, we were just there last that week. The chicken, the ribs, the specials. I, yes. It's just, oh, the pasta. The pasta. The pasta. The pasta. Everything. And the butternut squash soup. I know it's back, yeah. It's back. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite soups, actually, that you guys make. Um, uh, so I wanted to stop in last night, and I, I poked my door, my, my face in the door, and uh, it was busy. It was Saturday night, you know, and uh, they were packed. And Brandy's working the door, and she's like, hey, Gregory, you know. And uh, I look in, and, and I wanted to sit down and have, have something to eat, but um, I wanted to tell you, I yeah. don't know if you're listening to the show, um, but CJ and I are doing Drytober. Drytober. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know if I like the sound of that. <laughs> that's what we've been hearing from our friends. Yeah, that scares me. And I know. So uh, a lot of people do, you know, like a dry January yeah. or whatever. And we thought, well, why wait till January? Let's get it out of the way now. Because in January, uh, really, there's not much to do other than drink anyway. So, True. so we, we figured we're going to do it October. We're, we're going until October 30th. Okay. So for Halloween, for the I Halloween. I was going to say what happens oh, yeah. on, uh, on, yeah. on, on so Halloween. We're just doing it until the 30th, and, okay. then, and then we break it. And that watch out on the 30th because it'll only be like one or two cocktails, and we'll be on the floor. <laughs> uh, do I have know. to work on my mocktail skills for you? <laughs> When you come in, yes, or are you yes. just gonna go with a, a no? I'll do it mocktails. Okay. So I, I was afraid that if I came in, and because you know my drink, oh yeah, of choice, oh yeah, and and so um, usually when I go in there, I get teased by CJ or a, a, any of my friends because the drink will almost be right at my seat before I get to the seat. That's awesome, and and um, because they just. You know, they, yeah. I go to right, and um, and so uh, so yeah, uh, no no drinks for us. Well, I'll work on my mocktail skills. I made a mean mocktail last night. Really? Oh yeah, it was delicious. What what, what was it? What? It was um, you got to use a little soda water because you don't want too much juice. But it was right. um, it was grapefruit juice, cranberry juice, pineapple juice, oh. soda water. Shake it up. You get a nice little kind of froth on yeah. top. You know, through an orange, yeah. well, that yummy. cherry. Everybody really loves the froth. Really I'm yummy. gonna have to come and get a mocktail. We're gonna have to mocktail it, and then nobody will know that you're doing right, dry right. Tober. Right, exactly. well, most Take people out. most people think I'm drunk most of the time anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, but uh, Daniel DeFranco, so glad to have you on. Yeah, it's so great to be here. Um, Daniel, I've had you on the show before. Yes. And um, and in the capacity of the Tri Community Recycle Initiative, and that's why I have you on now. Well, thank you. We appreciate it very much. Tell us a little bit. What is the Tri Community Recycle Initiative? What is it? Yeah, it's um, it's kind of exciting. So we've been around for about two years now. Uh -huh. um, it's a tri-community effort. So it's the city of Saugatuck, the city of Douglas, and Saugatuck Township uh -huh. coming together to identify and tackle some of the challenges that are facing our recycling program 
um, in our area. Yeah, we were talking about that with Chris Peterson. You know, now that, you know, uh, a lot of people, a lot of communities around the country are having a problem recycling because uh, a lot of, the, you know, Canada and China, who used to buy recycled materials from us, no longer do that. And so, um, so now it's become a little bit more of a challenge. And I know our local garbage company, um, uh, we used to have regular recycling, which yeah. we put in the yellow bags, right. remember? Yes. And we put those on top of our garbage uh, bins. And then they pick the yellow bags and then they come back for the garbage. Um, but that was back when it was Chef Container. Yes. That was back when Sean Steele owned it, yes. who owns the Star of Sagatuck and Old Pike Cottages. Yes. And, uh, but then he had sold it to Republic. And Republic has it, – it's a very odd schedule for them to pick up. You have to get a certain can now. Yes. And then you have to – they get they send a schedule to you yes. on what days that uh, they pick up, which is like once or twice a month or – It's once a month. It can change. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I mean there's a lot of – I mean there's been a lot of frustration around yeah. it. But I think what people need to know is the frustration is being felt everywhere. Right. We're transitioning from – really from 2018 – from a recycling, a, a national recycling program um, that's been based on exporting our waste uh-huh. to now we have to deal with it domestically. And there are a right. lot of kind of hiccups that we've experienced with that. So one sure. of them is the yellow bags themselves. The, the so, what? The yellow bags? The yellow bags. So used, we used to put all our recycling in yellow bags, right? Right. right. Um, Holland actually did a study and found that when you put your recycling in the yellow bags, 75% of that material ends up being contaminated and is diverted to the landfill. Oh, geez. So from that study, Republic was able to say, hey, actually, if we do these containers and we separate it out from the trash completely, we can up that um, um, success rate of processing quite a bit. So now it's gone from 75% contamination rate to only a 25% contamination rate with the carts oh i see so we've actually gotten even though it's it's you know it's new and it's different it can be frustrating we've actually improved our rate of recycling quite a bit by moving to the cart system Mm -hmm. um we've also talked with republic about possibly um altering the contract that the city of saugatuck and the city of douglas have with republic so right now both douglas and saugatuck are on a once monthly schedule for pickup Mm-hmm. But that can easily be changed to twice monthly. Right. Of course, that's going to come with a small cost. Cost. Yeah. Which is about, I believe, don't quote me on this, but uh-huh. it's like two dollars or two dollars and fifty cents per month. Okay. Which is not terrible. Right. If, if that's important it's to you. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. a cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah. And we've gotten a lot of feedback from residents in in the city and Douglas. We did a survey uh-huh. um, last fall. And that was the number one issue. People were really frustrated by the fact that they could only recycle once a month and the bin just wasn't big enough. So that's been one of the one of the things that we've identified as something that needs to change. And it's one of the things that we've contacted Republic about and discussed with them and have been communicating with the cities about. So it could be a change that occurs, um, you know, within the next few months. Oh, okay. So it's something that, that we're on. We're, you know, we're on two. Yeah. Saugatuck and Douglas area has a large population of people that are environmentally conscious. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. um, tell me, who are some of the other people that serve on the Tri-Community or the tri the Tri-Community Recycle Initiative. Who are some of the other folks that serve on? Yeah, with, it's a great group of people. So uh-huh. Garnet Lewis from the city of Saugatuck is right. our chair. Yeah. And then Rana Alexander, who's a fantastic environmentalist out of Douglas. Oh, okay. And I are our vice or co-vice chairs. Okay. Um, 
Um, who else are there's so there's actually quite a bit of I know there there Um, are Patrick Stewart from Township who owns um, an environmentally friendly cleaning supply company is on there who's actually super interesting Uh he actually created a um, a near zero waste plan for us kind of an outline of Uh the direction that we could be heading in to become just a more sustainable community Uh Um, he wrote about that I think it was published in the commercial record a a few months ago Mm -hmm. Um, but that is available online. Um, Barry Johnson used to be on oh, yeah. City Council. Yeah. is on there. He's yeah. very helpful. I like Barry a lot. Yeah, Barry's great. Yeah. Um, Linda Escott. Who's oh yeah. From the city, she was actually kind of the first resident in the city to be like, "What the heck is going on with the recycling here?" Right. Which led us to ask all of these really, you know, basic questions have been that have been frustrating the community, uh-huh. um, and kind of get answers. So now we have a lot of clarity about. Um, you know, basic issues like why do we move from yellow bags to carts? Why is it once a month as opposed to twice a month? Right. What happens to our recycling? Yeah. Um, so we have a much better idea of, of all of that because I know that there's a lot of distrust yeah, sure. with Republic. Um, and we're going to try to, I don't know about build trust, but but bring transparency to the, to sure. the process. Sure. That's, a, that's great. That's a great way to put it. Um, what can I recycle? Say I have a bin yeah. and I've got recycle and yeah. and I have the schedule that I printed and it's on my refrigerator, so I'm reminded all the time. Um, what what can I recycle? I mean, I, I get confused sometimes. Like uh, pizza boxes, I know they're cardboard, uh, magazines. I mean, w- what's good? What's not? You know, uh, 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 cans. Uh, you know, things like that. It's a fantastic question. I'm so happy you asked this because so many people recycle things or put things in their recycle. That cannot be recycled. And they can contaminate everything else that's in there, and they right? they can contaminate everything else that's in there. So if I put an oily pizza box in there. Not good. That's not good. That's not good. And so if it's sitting in there with the rest of everything else, it's yeah. just going to contaminate other things, right? It can right? contaminate other things. So, yeah, you really need to – recycling now, you have to think about paring down and being very thoughtful about what you put in there. Uh-huh. So you have three categories. You have plastics, you got your metals, and then you got your glass. For plastics, it's really just one and two. So kind of that thicker plastic, like milk jugs, um, water bottles can go in there. Uh-huh. But none of that real thin plastic that are, unfortunately, our lettuce comes in quite a bit now. Right. Oh, that like plastic can, bags, things yeah, like that. Plastic gotcha, bags yeah. cannot go in okay. there. Uh-huh. Um, Do I have to wash out my milk jug? You should. You should wash out everything and then kind of dry it out. Okay. Uh, cans, too. Uh-huh. Any kind of paper item that's been... Um, that's gotten food particles on it. You can't really put in there. It's got to be clean, so no pizza boxes. Yeah, and make and make sure you look at your cans and they they don't have a Tiffany blue stripe on it. I was just on the Tiffany website. Yeah, and they have a a tin can. Yeah, looks just like a tin can. Yeah, to hold your pencils in. Uh huh. Eleven hundred dollars. Get out of here. But did it have Tiffany? It's sterling silver. It oh, has there a, you go. It's sterling <laughs> silver. It's, it's not <laughs> aluminum. Well, no. Right, yeah. <laughs> It's got a little stri- Tiffany stripe down it. It looks like a tin can. Yeah. Well, that's probably the, that's probably the idea of it, making it look like an ordinary object. That's not right. Eleven hundred dollars. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. You want to make sure make sure you don't put a Tiffany can in there. But yeah. you, you but so you want to wash out those cans, right? Yeah. Um, so and actually, the- we have. If you're ever confused, there are guides on the city of Sagatuck, Douglas, and the township's website. 
that has we created kind of like a a, a guide to, to tell you how to and I can find this at sagatuck.com the, yeah, I mean yeah, Saga you go Tuck, to the city website city of sagatuck or sagatuckcity.com yeah let's get that straight sagatuckcity.com there is a um, there is a link for recycling and it has all of the material educational material that we've created mm-hmm. so there is a page on you know getting back to the basics what you can and cannot recycle and how to properly prepare it Another great resource is the Recycling Raccoons. Um, Recycling Raccoons? Oh, it's such a great program. So this is coming out of Eagle. So it's uh-huh. kind of a fun way to teach the public about recycling because we're really re-educating the public about recycling. Sure. Because before, you could recycle almost everything because we didn't care about what happened at the end because it's all going to China. Right. Now, it's all in our backyard, so sure. we have to really be thoughtful about what we're putting in there because we have to face the reality that – some of that material that we're putting in there is not going to be successfully recycled and it's going to be sent to the landfill. And if you put too much of that material in there, it's going to contaminate the whole load. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's just tragic to think that there's material that could have been recycled right. that now is just sitting in our landfill. Sure, sure. Um, uh, now, we were talking about recycling. How about, um, I know, batteries? Yeah. Um, that, that, let's see. I've got you know I've got a drawer full of batteries that I don't want to throw in the garbage. What do Absolutely. I do with them? Oh, I'm so glad you asked this question too. So we introduced a pilot program. Um, I want to say almost three months ago uh-huh. for battery recycling in all of the three uh, all of the three municipalities. Oh, great! So there is a battery recycling bucket in Sagatuck City Hall in Douglas City Hall. And in the township hall. So I can go right to City Hall. You can go right to City Hall with your batteries and put them in there. Any kind of battery? So not every kind of battery, so not car batteries. Yeah, can I take oh, a big okay. car battery and yeah. stick it in the bucket? Yeah. But <laughs> so almost, there's always a catch. Yeah. <laughs> but almost every kind of battery okay. that you use uh-huh. like on a daily basis. All right. right. Um, and we've gotten so many. Even small electronic batteries we take. Oh, okay. okay. All right. And again, there is um, – if you go to City Hall, there's information about – exactly what batteries we take how to prepare them most of them you just kind of throw in the bucket the larger batteries we're asking that you tape either side mm-hmm. um and that you don't put in any batteries that are damaged because that could hurt city employees if they actually oh, sure. touch something that's leaking right it could be dangerous but we do now have a solution for recycling your batteries oh that's great because we didn't before and we didn't before there was uh-huh. nowhere i mean you could go to holland to um, I'm trying to think who used to take batteries. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like uh, Radio Shack would take your batteries or mm-hmm. Lowe's would take your batteries, but they would charge you for it. Right. But okay. now we have a real local solution for getting rid of batteries, and it's great to get them out of the landfill because they are super toxic. Yeah. And if they get into your groundwater, right. you're in big trouble. There's nothing really you can do. Right. And I think after Flint, we all have a new appreciation for the fact that our water supply is precious and mm-hmm. necessary. And well, sure. If we mess Good point. with it, yep. we could be in big trouble. So now we are – our community is doing our part to, to kind of prevent something like that from happening and give us all a – another option for getting rid of our batteries responsibly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see a lot of people, you know, that, that uh, do recycling efforts at home where, where a lot of the things that, um, you know, they would ordinarily throw away, they're turning into beautiful things at home. I know I'm not that creative. You're, you're not, you're so not, not that, that creative. creative. I see people doing it. I'm like, oh, that's great. And I just couldn't do it. I mean, when, like, uh, when we had the uh, Sadaba map and brochures uh, delivered, they come on a pallet. And a lot of times I'll have something, you know, delivered on pallets here. And I just put it out front here, and I, I put a Facebook 
So, I, hey, come get the pallets. And people will pick them up. They do the most creative things with these oh, pallets. Yeah. I mean, everything from making furniture to making to making walls. They'll yes, they'll, I've seen that. They'll take them apart and do like a wood wall on, on, on in their house. It looks absolutely beautiful. Oh, yeah. You know, they do that, too. Like, if you go to Virtue Cider or you go to Medallis Winery, mm-hmm. they do the same thing with the palettes. And it adds so much charm and character. And it's mm-hmm. something that, yeah, I mean, it's made of wood. And it's it's a great material. And it's usable. And, yeah, it's a great decorative item. That's great. That's great. So, um, what's coming up? What, what's coming up with the Tri Community? Uh, do you have any uh, events or anything that you guys, any initiatives that you guys are working on? Or? So we have both. We do have Uh-oh. an event coming up. We haven't announced it yet because we haven't solidified the dates. But um, but you're the, working at something. Yeah. So the three municipalities gave us money to purchase um, um, reusable grocery bags because now that we can now we can use re, uh, reusable grocery bags when we go grocery shopping again. We don't have to use plastic bags. Um, so we have branded these bags and we will be selling them at Dumont's, um, I believe it's mid-October. So, but, but we'll be looking for those soon. Yeah. And, and, and they're reusable bags. They're reusable canvas bags. They're beautiful bags, oh. custom designed by Rana Alexander. That's her job. She's a yeah. graphic designer. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So we'll have those for sale on, we're going to do Friday, Saturday, um, mid-October, um, at Dumont's, and there'll be a suggested donation of five dollars. Uh-huh. So if you want to give more, you can give more. Right. But if you are unable to give anything, but you still want to be environmentally friendly, you can have one. Um, so we will be um, selling those. So suggested five dollar donation. $5 it's donation. a great cause. Yeah. But we also want anyone who wants to be sustainable in our community to be able to be sustainable. What a great idea! I'm going to yeah. pick up a couple of those. I know I like my Aldi bags. Yes, um, you know, I do and, too. and you know, I just grab those when I'm ready to Ikea go to the grocery store. Ikea has great bags. Yeah, yeah. I love the bags. Ikea. And I think that now, now Sagatuck's going to have yes, our own little right? shopping yeah, bags. Are you going to have them uh-huh. like available other places or just that week, just those few days? So. Our while supplies last, while right? While supplies last. Okay. We're hoping that it's successful so we can purchase more of the bags, hence the donation. Okay. Um, right. And that the idea is that we're going to choose different vendors, like, every so often. So right now, Dumont's made a very generous donation to our committee. Great. Um, and we'll be looking for someone else who might be interested in making a donation, putting their logo on the, the canvas bag as well, mm-hmm. um, and selling it at that location if it's a success. And we're hoping it's going to be success, but... It should be coming out in the newspaper in the next week or two once we kind of solidify a date. We have our meeting coming up this Wednesday at 2 p.m., um, which will be in person at the Sagatuck Douglas Public Library, which is a beautiful library. We've had our meetings there for Interurban it's Transit fantastic. Authority. That's where we have our monthly meetings, and it's a great venue, isn't it? That new oh, it's library, amazing. it's yeah. beautiful. I know people. I know people were. You know, there were some grumbles about it, but it's just so gorgeous, and to have that. Have that public space. It's got a great room you can rent. I don't think it's too much. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's perfect. Do. It's not too big. And, no, and, it's not. But it's 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 and it's easier to access than that other rickety building they were in. It was an old church or something, and you'd go up the stairs and they would creak when you went up. I always used to be really careful walking up because <laughs> they would creak when you walk up. They had this rickety elevator for handicapped people that kind of worked. Um, I would you know. get in it. It was like walking in a coffin. Yeah, right. I know. I know. And so now everything's on one floor. It's handicap accessible. Like you said, you've got you've got meeting rooms there at the yep. new library. It really is some place to check out. You know. I was going to talk about earlier about what to do on a rainy day, but we got so busy with everything. And that that's one of the things that you can do on a rainy day. Access the Internet there. You can get movies there. 
um, and uh, and uh, it's a, it's it's just a great great facility. Absolutely. Um, so uh, so we'll be looking for those bags in the grocery yeah. store. That's for sure. I know I'm going to grab a couple of them. Those will be my regular go to when Yay. I'm shopping at the local Super Value Lake Vista Lake Super Vista. Value. Right. Yeah. 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 We, we get so used to saying Demands, and then and then folks that from from before our time uh, call it Tafts because that's what it yes. used to be called, and I still hear people call it Tafts. And uh, but it's actually called Lake Vista, you know, because it's on the shores of the lake in which we call Vista. And there's beautiful yes. vistas. Lake Vista. I, I don't know the name. I, it sounds I, like a retirement. I just think super whatever. value, just yes. super value. Get to the point. Yes. And uh, and uh, uh, I know the the crew there does a, a great job there. They um, do do a great job. They really do. Always friendly faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is. You know, you walk in the grocery store. Every time I walk in there, the girls or the guys, whoever's working, hey, hi, you know. Um, the beauty it, of a small town. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. Even if they don't like you, they'll pretend that they like yeah. you. Okay. <laughs> also, that, the beauty of a small town. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. the beauty of a small town. Um, uh, uh, we only got a few minutes left, yeah. so I want to give you a, a little bit more shout out. Any other programs or anything that you guys are working on? You told me the, about the bags. And- yeah, we apl- actually we applied for a, a fairly substantial grant through Eagle and the Recycling Partnership, which is a national recycling non for profit. Um, and this is going to be to do a tri-community audit of our entire recycling program from oh. start to finish. So we'll be training. Well, we don't know if we got it yet. So right. we're crossing our fingers. Um, we have been in contact. It's looking positive. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Um, I would think that this would be an area that would be uh, easy to do a, a good study from because of our population. Because we've got 1,000 here, 1,200 over there. It would give them a, a good idea, you know, to... It would give us them a and good idea. Easier to uh, to to get, yeah. you know, information and surveys than it would be a big city. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, I, it's it's true. We're a little, you know, it's a little more um, um, manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is challenging because we don't have the resources of you know a larger city. Correct. So like it'll depend on volunteers. Right. Like but most of everything most around of here. Most of everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it, I think it'll be relief for people because we're going to go, we're going to open up your lids, we're going to see what you're putting in recycling. Um, if you're putting inappropriate things in, we're going to leave a little tag letting you know what you put in there that shouldn't be in there. Uh-oh. So it's the recycling police. <laughs> yes, uh-oh. <sighs> kind uh-oh. of. But we're also going to be policing the actual processing facility. So okay. we're going to go there. We're going to see how it gets delivered, how it gets sorted. So we'll have – I know there's a lot of fears. Do they really recycle sure. our material? We'll get to see it in person. Okay. Um, and we'll be able to give feedback and we'll be able to generate some um, data for individuals so we mm-hmm. can make that all transparent and accessible. And we'll have a better idea of how we can improve as residents in terms of how we're recycling because we'll know what are the common things we're putting in that are contaminating our recycling and we can you know put out a marketing campaign to say hey let's let's avoid that sure um but then we'll also have a little more transparency and understanding of how that material is being processed on site mm-hmm. um and i think that'll bring a lot of relief to people right so i have a question and i yeah. just because this is honestly like the first time i knew, didn't know like we had this in town or whatever yeah like uh-huh. so it sounds almost i mean because we you know shop for different trash services and things like that as mm-hmm. well and it sounds like Republic is the only one that does recycling. So there are other companies that will pick up and they'll drop off at – they call them MRFs. So they're okay. material recovery facilities. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so essentially no matter what service you're using, they're all going to go to the same spot. They're all going to be processed at the same facility. 
So oh, it's okay. not like all these individual haulers have their own recycling process facility. Okay. Uh-huh. They're bringing it to the same places. Okay. And so you're going to go to those places? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. And we're going to see it get dropped off. We're going to see it get sorted. Um, and we're going to be able to see um, the amount of material that is successfully you know, directed towards the actual processing and the material that has to be rejected. So do you think then your goal is pretty much just like educate people because you're not actually doing the recycling? I mean, I no. know you said you had the battery pickup. Yeah. Uh-huh. But other than that, it's mostly like an educational like kind of liaison between recycling and community? It's a lot of education. Okay. And the goal is to increase our general rate of recycling to mm-hmm. get people to recycle more mm-hmm. and to get people to recycle better or smarter. Okay. All right. right. Good. Right. All right. right. Now, I'm, I'm sure there might be folks listening that are, well, how do I how right. do yeah. I participate? What yeah. can I do? Can I join? Can I volunteer? How, how does someone do that? No, you're absolutely able to either direct, I mean, reach out to us directly. I mean, we're very, you know. We, and how do I reach out? Um, you can you can email me directly. Um, you can contact the city of Sagatuck. Um, they have all the information. They have all of our contact information. Uh-huh. Um, they'll be able to pass it along. So if it's easier just to call city hall or call the township hall and say, I have a question about recycling, they typically redirect it to us anyway. Right. Um, so you can do that. Um, all of our meetings are posted. They're all public meetings that you can attend. Um, each meeting has two opportunities for public comment. So you can speak, um, in person there or ask any questions that you want. Uh-huh. Um, You've got a Facebook page called Facebook Try page. Community Recycle Initiative. Yeah, you can message us directly on What's there. What's your email? My email is daniel.defranco7 at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. You, and people can get involved that way. How about, if I got a, how about if I've got a big check in my pocket and I want to donate money? Um, is that what that uh, is? A big check? <laughs> I, was I was wondering too. I was getting worried. Well, know. you know, you know. <laughs> Don't take me there. Um, but, um, but yeah, um, if somebody wants to donate uh, yeah. money, um, uh, who can they contact? Um, I would contact uh, your, your local municipality. Okay. Um, but we would be happy to facilitate you turning in your big check. Turning in your big check, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, make a big deposit and make a big deposit. Which actually, and I have to give a shout out to the Rotary Club because they gave us a very big check, which nice. enabled us to do the first um, um, household hazardous waste um, drop off event in this community in twelve years. Wow! So they gave us. I want to say over twenty thousand dollars to wow. do that. Oh, and the entire cool. community benefited it, and it was amazing. And they're also going to write us a big check for next year, so we can do it again. So big out, big shout out to the Rotary Club, and, and giving those big checks does enable us to do things that really do push us towards a more kind of sustainable community. So if you have a big check to write and you're thinking, where should I write it? Think Recycling Committee. Yeah, good job, Thank Daniel. you. Thank, Thank you, Daniel you. DeFranco. Yes. Let's give him a big round of applause from Woo-hoo. the Tri-Community Recycle Initiative. Thanks for coming on. Pleasure. Thank you. And uh, we learned quite a bit. And and I really appreciate you spending the time with us. And I appreciate you listening out there. I appreciate you. And, and, and our, our listeners. And you're listening. And we do this every Sunday. Saga Tech on Sunday. We'll be here next week. 
here on 92.7 The Van, throughout the Lakeshore, and 92.7thevan.com. Hey, thanks for listening, folks. We're running out of time. Wish we could stay longer. You know, we could probably fill up the next couple hours with all kinds of fun stuff. Um, But we've got to go. We've all got to get back to work and uh, busy in our little town. Are you going back to work, Daniel? Uh, No, I'm just going to go have a cocktail at Phil's. Oh, okay. Well, I hope you enjoy that. uh, Well, I enjoy Drytober. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll make you a really fabulous mocktail. I'll I'll dress it up. I'll put a little cherry, orange. Oh, you hit him at dress up. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot, you guys. We'll see you next week. This is Gregory Muncy saying see you next week and have a great Sunday fun day. Thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us this morning for Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty, Back to the Fuchsia, The Interurban, and Charming Saga Tuck Rentals. If you'd like to hear today's show, you can go to our website for the podcast, 92.7thevan.com. It's also on our mobile app. And join us next Sunday, 7 a.m. for Saga Duck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van.